It is Monday, March 22nd, 2021. This week on the show, Mostly Madness Voting has begun on our website. The MCU Rewatch continues with a review and rating of Captain America Civil War. The perfect warm-up for our discussion of the premiere episode of The Falcon and Winter Soldier, now streaming on Disney+. And we serve up a second piece of The Meat with a deep dive of Zack Snyder's Justice League. That premiered last week on HBO Max. This is Mostly Superheroes. Welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly video podcast where we talk mostly live-action superheroes, but also anything else out there worth talking about. We rate, debate, and celebrate the stories that inspire us most. I'm your host, Logan. Joining me, as always, my dear friends, my co-host, PC Mike, and the Giggler. PC Mike, welcome back. How are you feeling today? A little overwhelmed with how much cool stuff that has happened this past week. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to give it up. <laughs> a lot of content. As for a podcast that talks about live action superhero stuff, uh, this was a big week. I mean, we talked before we got on the air. The biggest week. The biggest week probably yet from whenever we first started the show. These, were one of, these, these couple of things we're talking about today were one of the, the first things we said we were most excited to hash out. Let's fanboy out. I think we're going to. Giggler, welcome back. Uh, first of all, congratulations on completing your 75 hard. Oh, there's the oh, crack. That was perfect. And we, you said we were going to be drinking today. And, I mean, Mike's got a diet. Yes. Dr. Pepper, of course. Okay. PC Mike. We got a couple of Konas. <laughs> Cheers, dude. Kona's good. Can't reach you. It's really. In there. No, yeah, look at that. No ad, but Kona is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite beers. It's just tasty. It's summer, and well. it's nice. This is a nice. It's nice outside. It's looking good. Andy, how are you feeling? How was your celebration on Sunday finishing the the hard, the 75 hard? Yes. It was nice to uh, not have to work out twice or read a book or track every calorie that I put in my body for a day um, because I estimate I put in about 5,000 yesterday. Wow. Wow. Working out zero times. It was wonderful. You had a bunch of St. Louis hits. Oh, yeah. You had like had Max a, Local Eats. Oh, yeah. Max. Then I went to Four Hands. Great brewery had here a, in town. Had a uh, beer at Bluewood Brewing, which is connected to Max. Yep. Went to Peroni's Pizza in Florissant, North County Place, right by my parents' house. Nice. Best pizza in the whole world. Crushed like a large three topping. You like. You did it. You hit every area of like St. Louis, yeah, too, all the way everything. out to the birds. Yeah, yeah, you're all over town. Yes, it was phenomenal, and I feel like a sack of garbage today. Just feeling I crappy, feeling greasy, feeling like it's like okay, but now uh, you were saying as you walked in though, it's back to the grind. You had you had your big cheat day, and you're gonna get back on a rhythm or something. We'll, just, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, you got to ease back in. Yeah, I'm just gonna enjoy this nice Kona Tropical Punch Island Seltzer, and talk about things that I love. Well, we are proud of you. You actually awesome. sta you started and finished that thing. Holy cow. I can't believe 75 days come yeah, and gone really. just like that. That's what the craziest thing is. That's... I bet it wasn't just like that for him. <laughs> How was it really? What was your experience? No, it was, was really it, hard. Was it was definitely tough? the hardest thing I've ever like 
accomplished in my life. So I'm what was the hardest part? With. Um, just the consistency, like the days, like some days where we would record, like I'd get off, I'd get off work at like four, come over here, we'd record for a couple hours. I get home and still have to do like, if I had a busy day at work, I'd still have to do two workouts. So I'd go take the dog for a walk, go inside, eat dinner, read a, read a book for a little bit, and then like <laughs> literally go downstairs and work out again until like 10 p.m. So oh my gosh. The days like that were, were, were definitely tough. You, I'll just say you look great. Are you happy with your results? Oh, I'm Is it, so happy. Yeah, feeling good about where you landed and oh, where yeah. it goes from here? Yeah. You look great. You look fit. Thank you. Give it up for you again. Appreciate you guys. You got it. Well, that's one of the things about having a podcast. Everything you say is recorded, and we can hold you to it. So yes. hopefully we helped a little. Oh, yeah. We'll see how the next 75 days go. That's right. <laughs> uh, let's get into our first uh, segment of the day. Fan mail. We always feature fans first on this show. We love that you're here. Appreciate you guys and appreciate the support. Less listening and talking about us to your friends and family. This week is all about mostly madness. We're keeping the show nice and tight today. We have a lot to talk about. But the madness, mostly madness, tournament is live. Go to mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash mostly madness. You can now vote on the round one movies. And this is what I made a little bit part of the contest piece. We're doing weekly drawings, mm -hmm. right? We're going to have our first one today, first of all. We have a winner. Just a little tease. But the voting mechanism is live. You guys tried it out. Pretty easy, right? Very easy. Very e easy to go. You, like right when you get to the page, it's like the first thing you see. You just start picking titles. What's cool is you have the option of putting your name and email. You do not have to, and you don't have to sign up to vote. You can just go vote if you want. But if you do, you're in it for the weekly drawings. And I thought it'd be fun to feature some of the matchups and let you guys know how it's going. Please do. All right. So first up, I'll just, I saw just a few, just a few. Oh, <laughs> this guy's already getting upset. Yep. And we're gonna feature some fans during this too. This is why it's during fan mail. We get some shout outs to give. We got some matchups to highlight. What do you? What do you? This do? just pisses me off. You're already mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite movie of all time. It's gonna lose the dodgeball right now. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like that Kermit meme where you just see him just type it on his computer tonight. I'm gonna be like, oh, Rachel, give me a name. Give me a name. I need a fake a name. Yeah. So what PC oh, Mike's talking about. It's here on the screen. Shout out to our YouTube channel. We have our. I'm just featuring a few of these, not all of them. But dodgeball versus Goodfellas. Dodgeball is. Kicking that Goodfellas ass. Probably got about 75% of the votes, it looks like. I mean, do people even care? Like, do you even care about, like, some of these are what? Integrity? Look at this. <laughs> Happy Gilmore versus Back to the Future 2. Fine. Happy that. Gilmore is winning this one about, again, about 75%. I can see that over the other one. Yeah. And this just hurts me because that was my movie. Yeah. So, yeah. personally speaking, it sucks. Like, we're all going to get a little butt hurt at some point. But I like Happy sure. Gilmore and I understood this response. I think our age demographic, like, the Dark Knight whooped signs. Yeah. Which with our demographic, that's probably gonna hold true. You're gonna have the superhero movies did very well in round one, I will say that. Shawshank Redemption and Thor Ragnarok, though, 50 50. It's crazy. Which that's how it is for me. Like that's if you think about my brain, that's what I think of yeah. with these two titles. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we got some fan mail to highlight. Had Will Compton from over with the busting for the busting with the boys. For the boys got their hat here. He texted me, said that dude, that was so hard. I was like, yeah, these matchups actually make you physically angry. Speaking of our buddy Brandon R, same thing. Just filled it out and found myself yelling out loud while doing so. <laughs> same. It's I, like it's it's not a fun experience when you actually sit down and have to pick one or the other. I had to do the same thing <laughs> as you that you talked about putting your pen down, like taking a break. 
like there was a quarter of my bracket that could be not be filled out because I had to think about it for so long. I just think I went with my like as quick as I could. I think I did almost That's the best. opposite, like just boom, 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 like not. Not harp on it too much. Yeah, yeah. I think, and that's what you got to do is you got to just do that momentary. What do I feel in this moment? Pick it and let it, don't let it get to you too much. And wanted to shout out definitely some of the people that have voted and sent in their brackets lately. This is just a, I just picked some randoms here Sean, Dr. Dom, Brad M, Jacob B, Scott S, Chris G, Wyatt, Casey, Brad L, Adam, Zach, and Henry. Thank you guys so much for entering your votes. Um, those matchups are a good indication kind of what's happening right now. These brackets are all over the place. Round one's happening. We're going to vote for at least a week, and we'll kind of check in and see how many votes are. We might extend round one, but if we're feeling good with the amount of entries we have in a week, we'll probably move right on to round two and keep an eye on our Instagram where we're going to be uh, putting these votes out for the public eye too. So it's easiest to vote at the website, mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash mostly madness, and go get your vote in, enter to win. Speaking of winning. We're doing a weekly drawing. Drawing at random. We have our first winner this week. Let's give it up for Gerald. Hey. Hell yeah, Gerald. <laughs> Gerald, thanks so much for entering. You did provide your email address, which is required to enter the drawing. I'll be in touch. We're going to get you some mostly merch. How about that? Congrats, Gerald. You can win too. It's that easy. And uh, the Mostly Madness tournament is here. It's so much fun. I love it already. You guys been having a good time with it's it? Way better than basketball, March Madness. Well, and I also feel like it's definitely emphasis on like the mad part of madness. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like that's more about like people are getting upset looking at these votes. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Which I love. But that's what we that's how that's why we, we did it. We, what we intended. That's the whole point is to make you actually get physically ill and have to pick between two movies. So <laughs> get over there. It's up to you uh, which movies make it to the top. Um, and we will keep you apprised each and every week and on our social media with that. Let's get into what we're watching. What you watching. All right. So what you watching, we agreed. We're all three making the sacrifice to just get through our three big titles of the day. Mm -hmm. We've got three big titles and we wanted to do our hashtag MCU rewatch this week, which is Captain America Civil War. Is that still cool with you guys? Anything that you really, really are itching to tell the fans that you watched? If you really have something this week, I would really let you. I watched the last blockbuster on Netflix. You did. Documentary. I've been, I've been, it's been catching my eye. Yeah. It's cool. It's kind of nostalgia. Should we watch it? Yes. Andy, anything? No, just uh, our boy Darnell Ferguson winning on Tournament of Champions yesterday. Yeah, that's right. You said that. And yeah. the guy... Like hit you back on Instagram. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta get in those DMs too. I well, I I messaged him whenever after we talked about him on the episode, so that hey, we featured you, and I think he gave me like a thumbs up or something like that. Oh yeah, that's great. Maybe, I mean, hey, we're just planting those seeds. Yeah, I just said <laughs> we're rooting for you hard. Good luck, and he comes out six hours later on national TV and pulls out a W to put himself in the final eight. Good for him. Tournament of champ. He's the champion. I hope so. Okay, so Super he's still. Chef. So I mean, there's yeah, there's still plenty of rounds to go. I think they do. Three, uh, three matchups per week. So it's going to be a while before they finish up everything. But it'll probably right. be a while before we, we touch base on them. But we just need to keep going. All right. I'm well, uh, I like that. Nice and tight. Got, I didn't plan on those, but I knew we could squeeze a couple in. Oh, yeah. Um, let's get this Captain America Civil War recap in the books for our uh, our new library, mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash MCU. You can go check out all the titles. We're Doing this really fun thing, watching the old stuff with the new stuff, 
seeing how they connect. I've had some really good experiences doing this with WandaVision. Certainly want to keep the trend going with Captain America. I'm sorry, with Falcon and Winter Soldier, which we will be talking about right after this. So we're going to just go from this to that. This is going to be like quick like Ant-Man. Smooth transitions. Not, yes, trying to keep it flow. Mike, I'm going to tell everybody, I gave you guys the out on this one, and you said you didn't get the chance to watch it. I did not. Right. I promised to. I was going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, but, but I, I texted you three days ago. I said, you have the out because we have too much to watch this week. I mean, Snyder Cut. Took four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, did you get a chance to watch this? But I also know you watched this recently. No, I watched it a couple months ago. Okay, yeah, perfect. Not, not recently. I did I, about spit out my drink when I saw how much money it made. Oh, moment. my gosh. Yeah, let's just get into it. Captain America Civil War. Got a little help from Wikipedia today. Going to keep it uh, nice and tight for you. If you uh, listened last week, Ant-Man was our most recent one. This comes right after Ant-Man. And it takes place before Doctor Strange, which we'll talk about next. And then we'll talk about what other titles are coming up next in the MCU rewatch. This is the 13th film in the MCU. And it did come out in 2016. Like Mike was saying, it had a budget of $250 million and it made $1.15 billion with a B. You guys may remember um, Batman vs. Superman came out in March of 2016. And there was a lot of the promotions were like battling almost. The movies were battling because they were both about two sides fighting each other. And I remember just seeing like, all the promotion, but this is around the same time of BBS. A little help from Wikipedia here, just give you the synopsis, and we're going to breeze right through this, uh, keep it nice and tight, but there's so many characters in this one. I, it really is basically Avengers 2.5. Um, it's also pretty much Iron Man 4. There's not an Iron Man 4 movie, but this is starring Robert Downey Jr. With that, let's just get into it here. 2016, produced by Marvel Studios, of course, dist distributed now by Disney. It's the sequel to Captain America, the first Avenger, which was 2011. Captain America, the Winter Soldier, which was 2014. And the film was directed by Anthony and jo Joe Russo, who, of course, did Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. And it's from the screenplay that is by the writing team of Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. It stars Chris Evans as Steve Rogers, Captain America, alongside a huge ensemble cast, including Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, Scarlett Johansson coming back as Black Widow. Sebastian Stan here is the Winter Soldier coming off the events of Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Um, Bucky and Captain kind of on the hunt for this guy. Well, he shows up in this one. Big part of the story. A lot of his backstory, a lot of flashbacks. You also have Anthony Mackie as a Falcon, of course. Definitely a good title to be watching just for today. Don Cheadle coming in as War Machine, which, spoiler alert, He's in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Which can't wait to talk oh, about it. Yeah. Yep. So there's that a, was a little bit. Of, I didn't realize he was going to be in there that quick. I guess so quick. He's in this movie. He comes back as War Machine. Jeremy Jeremy Renner's in this as Hawkeye. Chadwick Boseman, the late and great R.I.P., comes in and introduces Black Panther in this movie. Tom Holland introduces Spider Man in this movie. And we also have Daniel Brühl playing Zemo, the bad guy of this film, also a bad guy in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Connections. Connections. That's what we're doing here, folks. Trying to help you out. Falcon and Winter Soldier premiered. This movie is an absolute must-watch. If you're asking yourself, which ones would I watch to prepare for this, this is maybe the top one. Mm -hmm. All right. We said we were going to do something fun today with the conflict of this movie. We said we would like talk about it, hash it out. I thought it'd be cool to do this. One, it's going to help all of us just ground ourselves with the Sokovia Accords, which play a big role so this is going to help maybe like, you know, Andy and I are very familiar. Mike's probably not too familiar. 
like do you, I need this. Do you know what they are? The Sokovia Accords? <laughs> right. You tell me. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Are we about to get political in here? It's gonna get political. Like fake and this, political. This, this, this is, is what, great. This is what's this is what's fun about it is because since it's a movie, we I mean who cares? And yeah. we'll we'll just try we'll try to pick a side. All right, here it is. Sokovia Accords. This is basically what happens in this movie. Are you can I you I, don't can, know, I don't know what you're gonna do. Cut in. No. Are I'm you just, just are you basically just going to tell both sides without who's on a side and we're going to pick a side? Well, I'm going to say I'm going to help with like the story since we're talking okay. about the movie. Okay. I want to make sure it's clear that we're also like it's kind of two birds, one stone. I'm going to tell you about the politics, who's involved, but I'm going to try to give like the reasons why. And then we're going to ask ourselves, like, how do we feel about this? I think I know which side I already lean after seeing this. But well, let's just see. Going. Let's just see. You might change my mind. The Sokovia Accords come up in this movie because the Avengers have made some very public mistakes, most of all, Age of Ultron. Sokovia is the big movie there that Ultron lifts up and smashes down to the ground. And the world at that point is like, okay, too much. We need some structure around this. And that's what Civil War is all about. Here's the deal. Sokovia Accords requires superheroes to be registered and that the Avengers now have to report to a panel on the UN who decides when and where these heroes can be deployed. Whether they can go somewhere, where they can't. Or if they need them to go somewhere, they got to go. Cap, Captain America, his side is that organizations can't be trusted. We have learned this too many times with S.H.I.E.L.D. and HYDRA and the World uh, Defense Council, or whatever they call them in the MCU. Always corrupt. He is, his argument is, what if they tell us to go somewhere and we don't want to go there? What if we need to go somewhere and they won't let us? And he agrees that our hands are our own. Our, our, our hands are the best, rather than like trusting somebody else. Tony Stark and the other side, he is stricken by guilt in this one. He feels really bad. A mother from a kid that visited Sokovia for like helping with like building houses or something got killed, makes Tony feel all guilty. And this pushes Tony to lean toward, you know what? We need to be put in check. He's also having problems with Pepper Potts in this movie because he's been too crazy because of. If you guys remember the events of Iron Man 3, he kind of like lost his mind. And she's like, I just, they're like taking a break in this one. They're kind of on the outs. So he wants to be like, hey, if the UN wants to put a little leash on us, it's not a big deal. And like, it's a little bit of compromise. We've made, Black Widow even says we've made very public mistakes. The whole world knows about this. It's not like it's an isolated thing. We got to win their trust back, is kind of how Tony and Black Widow are saying this. Giggler, where do you fall? My heart lies with with Team uh, Iron Man, but with this situation, I gotta go with with Team Cap. Yeah, you can't. Because, it's, it's like you're giving in, and you're yeah. saying, "Okay, we'll work for you." Yeah, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't do that. No way. I mean, they have they basically have special power, like not powers, but like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, abilities. Just, yeah, they're enhanced. Yeah, like I mean, we'll get into a lot of that that kind of stuff, I guess, during when we review uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, but like mm-hmm. they, they're getting nothing out of this. They're doing this out of their own goodwill. Yeah, they're just like, here, we'll sign this form, and then if they do anything that they don't like, they're essentially a fugitive. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Which, spoiler alert for the movie, like we always when we talk about these, I mean, that's exactly what happens. This side over here, Captain America and his team, Falcon, um, Scarlet Witch, they go into hiding. I mean, this is they, that's what they do pretty much leading up to Infinity War. So that's exactly what happened there. Captain America is a fugitive of the law when this movie ends. PC Mike, what do you think about this politically? I lay with Andy. I think it's like 
you're a good Samaritan. Like, I know it's a mm-hmm. small case, but if you saw a crime happening on a street, like an old lady getting her purse stolen, do they have to go to, like, get permission to help that old lady? Just like they did exploring the boys. Yeah. And there was that all the PR aspects behind, like, Starlight did save that woman in an alley, and she got in trouble. Yeah. We talk about the boys on this show. Exactly. It's kind of like that. That's mm-hmm. what they're trying to show. Okay. Like, I, I get it's bigger scale. Like, right. hey, we can't destroy a whole country or tear yeah. up New York again like we've done for the 60th time. Yeah. But I, I just think you can't. He's Captain America. Like, he wants to do what's best for our country. We made right. him. Right. So, I don't know. I think he has the best interest in mind. Yeah. I and, um, and I don't think Tony in this movie is thinking with all of his head. Yeah. I think he's more of his heart. Yes. And, like, and just think of what. Just think of the Avengers movie without the Avengers. New York just gets destroyed. Right. The world's over. Exactly. How do they get thanked for that? Clearly, they're not getting paid of any kind. Yeah, and we've learned about and we learned about that. Yeah, I, that that scene like just blew my mind. And oh that's, man, that's obviously what that show is going to be. We're not trying to do this, but I'm we sorry. are sneaking some stuff in for Falcon Winter Soldier. But hey, this is this is what happens when the connections happen. So I'll just say spoiler yeah, alert yeah, for the I show. Of course, I'm of not course. even going to elaborate what that's no. about. But people that know will know. It's spoiler like, alert for we're going to talk about three big things today. <laughs> yeah. This Civil War, <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier, and the Snyder Cut. There's your spoiler alert because yeah. we can't. We're going to be doing crossover city here. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I've never thought about really what side I would be on for this. So this this kind of blew my mind. Well, it's a really fundamental question of like, well, do you believe in structure of government? Because the UN is like the top of the top. So I get both sides of like, you know what? If the, the UN is the World Council, so. They might have to answer to them if something does go bad. Yeah, that's what it should be. It should have almost been like, well, you just have to report to them when things like, there has to be a process. Yeah. Instead, though, it was like, you either sign up or they lay it out. They say, or you retire. If you're not re- if you're not registered, you retire. That's what they said. And then they can charge them with war crimes or whatever. Which is exactly what happens. But like, think about this: the United Nations is like nations on Earth. Th- like, this is a whole universe. Like, they right. deal with aliens from elsewhere. Exactly. Not just like I get where if there's domestic threats, like right, that they should potentially kind of be in check of some kind. But like when Thanos comes out and unleashes aliens. Yeah, who's he answering to? The Earl, in the world. Like, yeah, exactly. That's- well, and I think we're seeing some of that. We saw some of that playing out whenever we met S.W.O.R.D. in WandaVision. We're starting to see what a galactic security system looks like, and that's how they talked about things now. It wasn't just, like, the world and protecting. It was, like, we have galactic stuff going on now. So I feel like they're starting to get into that world of what does the world leaders do in terms of protecting things from the galaxy. So I think we're getting in there. Think, but that's a really good point too. It's like, who are you, world, the UN, to know about fighting on Titan? Like, I could get it if it's like a Nazi organization, like the which, UN be involved. Yes, right. Which is what happened with Sword or Shield, Shield. But I mean, you got <laughs> Thanos coming in and killing half of worlds and galaxies. Like, well, listener, what do you think? You what? You pick Iron Man, Captain America. Let us know. Um, Got to give a shout out to our YouTube again. We got our images here from Disney Plus, and we had a little help from the rantingsbox.com. They helped us with this image. Um, all right. I had some top moments just to wrap this up. I'll give a rating. Uh, giant man at the airport. Paul Rudd turning huge. And it's probably one of my top favorite moments on film. Uh, the introduction again of Black Panther, him running down the highway with captain america and bucky barnes like all of them are running down the highway literally like 45 miles an hour and just running like next to cars like andy after 75 hard <laughs> no more running <laughs> honestly i'll tell you this in the 75 days i did not run 
one time. That wasn't your exercise <laughs> of choice. No, no, no. Walking and lifting weights and boxing, kicking ass. Just trying to be an Avenger, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're basically Avenger status now after 75 <laughs> days working hard. Um, also, I absolutely love the introduction of Tom Holland and Spider-Man in this movie. The That song that plays whenever Robert Downey Jr. goes there, it's in my head. It's like, when your love is free. I don't know. Oh, Alt-J, left hand free? That, that's exactly it. So I guess I sang it well enough. <laughs> <laughs> Karaoke night on Mostly Superheroes. Careful. That'd be a show in itself. I know. Shout out Carson's. Yeah, Carson's St. Louis. That's the old spot. Can't wait to get back there after, <laughs> I guess they're raising. I guess they're ra- things are happening out there. We might want to go to Carson's for some karaoke at some point here soon. Oh, yeah. Um, And then, I mean, obviously the end stuff, Cap versus Iron Man, the fight with all three of them, Iron Man, Winter Soldier, and Captain America just at the end, fighting to the end. Iron Man suit, like lo- learning Captain America's fight patterns. And Cap leaving that shield behind, uh, Captain uh, Iron Man blowing off Winter Soldier's arm with his center piece, like just blasts off his arm. And then the end scene just tugs at the heart at the heartstrings. Tony's reading that letter from Cap. Cap leaving him a foot phone. He says, "Hey man, I know we had a rough time today, <laughs> but uh, if you ever need me, call." And they do call at, eventually. Mid credit scene: Bucky goes to Wakanda, which. They talked about it in the show immediately, and I can't wait to talk oh, about yeah. it. Just got to get, get through this to get to Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> in credit scene, Peter Parker is uh, back in his room. They tease out Spider-Man Homecoming, which is coming up. Um, all right, I'll wrap up here with uh, my review, my rating. Captain America Civil War, one of the movies that actually lived up to all the hype it had. It really is absolutely one of my favorite films. I watch it all the time. tells an amazing story. Introduces Spider-Man, Black Panther, and Giant Man. While tucking in an amazing story about the Avengers, uh, t- Tony Stark, Captain America, and continues the story of C- the Winter Soldier. Like, it's really accomplishes so much. It's so impressive. Uh, and it leads inching up to Infinity War. Action-packed, heartfelt, and flat-out fun. One of my favorites. I'm going to give it a 3.7. It's up there. It's up there. Yeah. Diggler, do you uh, want to give any final thoughts on this thing? Any moments that I missed? And uh, feel free to give a rating, but that's yeah, your, your call. Rating. Your call. As always, I'll just throw that rating out first. Uh, get it that boy out of the way. Um, I've been thinking a lot about this while you talked about it. 3.5. It's definitely in that, that top tier, um, but not on the same realm as like Infinity War and Endgame. That's not a problem, really, but it's pretty damn close because just look at the cast. Like you talked about, you crushed the the the, the best moments. Like the battle scene is like Endgame Junior, almost like mm-hmm. just like at the time we hadn't really seen something like that, and just the way that you kind of transport yourself back to the theater, seeing that, and that was wild. Like just and the fact that right, Giant Man, you had Black Panther in there, Underoos. Spider-Man. Under roost. <laughs> like, uh, just just insane. And, like, now, like, they're, they're fighting in these scenes, but then they still, you, like, everything's so sophisticated. And, like, their their storytelling is so sophisticated enough where, like, you can see it, see why it's happening and then why they basically end up, spoiler alert, like, all still being fine. They're all Avengers after it and then eventually come back together. Or to fight a bigger, bigger bad. It's like, yep. 
that, like you said last week, just like the storytelling is just insane. And this movie is kind of the, one of the perfect examples of it. Yeah. How do they do that with so many characters? Like the Russo brothers are just geniuses to be able to like, just from a programming standpoint, just so impressive. And then PC Mike didn't see it, but I mean, how do, how did me and Andy do talking about it? I think you guys did a great job. It sounds like a pretty good movie, probably based I, on what I, you I heard. Have, I have seen this. You have? But just not in, in a long time. many moons. Oh, okay. I assume you had never seen it. No, I've seen this. One. Okay. It's a this good, is a big one. It's a big one. All right. You don't have to say anything because you didn't see it recently. Not recently, no. When do you think you saw it last? When did it pop on Netflix? Yeah. I'm. Well, now it's on Disney Plus. Four years ago? Probably. Yeah, you got to rate. Came out, in 2000, came out in 2016. Probably came out in 2017, like a year later. Yeah. Probably. Okay. 2017. All right. All I right. Just, I just remember I was frustrated about like the ideology of Iron Man. Like, I don't know. Hang your hat on that. Like, I don't know. I didn't hmm. like that. Okay. That's fair. That's a fair response. But I will not grade because it's been, it's been like too I long. Said, many moons. I can't wait for You'll do an MCU rewatch. I know you're going to at some point. You've, you've mentioned it Maybe. before. You've said you, you're the one that said it. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Um, I mean, if Snyder keeps popping out these things, I might just turn my back on MCU. Oh, man. This is going to be a <laughs> good discussion. Quite a I might just go heal. This is a good discussion today. <laughs> we got a good group of stuff today for this crew. Um, all right. Wrap this one up. Um, just wanted to wrap up with Phase 4 Connections. I already talked about a few of these, but WandaVision, very briefly, as we get ready to move into Falcon and Winter Soldier. WandaVision, though, these are the moments not long after the flashbacks that we saw in Episode 8 when Wanda went back and like was sitting in her bedroom at Avengers campus, these are the mo- that moment was like leading up to this movie uh, or vice versa. I guess this was like leading up to that either way. Uh, see the same place. Wanda's also very much a young Avenger in this movie. She's getting a lot of training from black widow, a lot of one-on-one time with captain America. And she actually does the big event that causes the Sokovia Accords to come to fruition. She takes that guy that captain's fighting in the first 10 minutes and blows up that hospital. And that's crossbones, what, crossbones. Yeah, yes, the guy that got the, his face smashed yeah, in yeah. in the Winter Soldier. His oh, name's man. escaping me. Um, and then Wanda's very much uh, hanging out with uh, we said Black Widow and Cap, but also Hawkeye. So we again, I still think there might be some crossover with Hawkeye and Wanda in future stuff, like maybe the Hawkeye show even. And I think that's all we had on the oh Falcon Winter Soldier of course. So this is Bucky's backstory. You see, you see a lot of him as the Winter Soldier in this film, um, including killing Tony Stark's parents. So that's a big thing he did. Uh, Shannon Carter is in this one helping the guys out, and she is also in Falcon Winter Soldier. So I imagine she's gonna be playing a similar role, helping from like the CIA if she can. We see Falcon's journey uh, leading up to the two years that he spends with Captain America, leading up to Infinity War. Again, we get introduced to Baron Zemo, the bad guy of the film, bad guy of Falcon Winter Soldier. At the end of this movie, that Baron Zemo guy is with the CIA agent and former Air Force pilot Everett Ross. He's played by Martin Freeman, the same guy that plays The Hobbit. Yep. So I'm wondering if he'll maybe show up in the in Falcon Winter Soldier, because that's where Baron Zemo is at the end of this. He's in a cell with that CIA agent, and you might remember him from also from Black Panther. He's in that movie as well. Also, a strange connection. He pretty sure he was in a Sherlock Holmes show with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, th- th- ben- yeah, Isn't ben- that right? I, th- I believe you. Benedict Cumberbatch has sure. that Sherlock Holmes show. Pretty sure he, they were in it together. He's he a great. Was, I think he was Watson. Watson. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, and he's great. I bet he kills it because he's good at everything he does. I've always seen a couple of the Hobbit films, but he's a he's a great actor. We might see him in Falcon Winter Soldier. I guess you'd call that a a theory. 
I'm not near on the crazy on the theories. Falcon Winter Soldier, like <laughs> WandaVision, I think it's going to be a lot less. I did see a great like TikTok or something about um, fan theories about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Just like and... I saw like one that was like uh, instead of Falcon and the Winter Soldier said Mephisto and the Mephisto. I saw one. <laughs> I saw one. He's coming. Off. I know we're going to talk about it, but if I don't we're say good. it, I forget it. Go ahead. He's. In the very beginning, he's ironing a shirt. He's like, Iron, Iron Man, Iron Man's in this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How do we not know these things? No, let's get right into it. Let's get to uh, um, to the Falcon Winter Soldier. So that's our MCU rewatch for Captain America Civil War, one of the best. Uh, go check it out at MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash MCU, along with all of our titles, new stuff getting added every single week. Coming up, Doctor Strange is the next film followed by Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm very excited to watch all of these and talk about them with all of you. Let's move into our first of two meets today. The Meet. It'd be really bad if we did the Snyder Cut right now and then Winter Soldier. I thought it through. Let's talk about the Winter Soldier. That's next level. Thank you. That's right. We keep it rolling with MCU. That's a phase three film. We are now in phase four with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the premiere on Disney Plus last Friday, March 19th. It is the 25th MCU title, and we're going to talk all about it. I'm going to go ahead and give it up right now. I had so much fun with episode one. Let's go ahead and say spoiler alert again right now for it, um, along with, you know, this takes place after Avengers Endgame. So I have to say, spoiler alert for really the Infinity Saga, Endgame, and Infinity War. Um, this takes place after that. So if you didn't know that, now you know. Pay it forward. Tell someone else. But don't listen anymore because we're going to talk about the yeah. ends of those movies. And we we have to correct ourselves after mistaking the uh, timeline last mm-hmm. week. We said like six weeks. I think you said six weeks and I said three months or something like that. But it was six months after Endgame is the accurate timeline yes i'm th- glad you remembered it correct because i did not remember that yes yeah. so it was a- okay. it's actually six months post endgame i mean it doesn't affect a lot but well still you know what's perfect i thought i would i want to do this before i get get your gut checks i just want to do a quick set us up like where is this taking place in the timeline where is it dropping us in like if you're not if you didn't know that you're probably coming to the show to find out and then i want to hear from each of you on how you guys felt about this just kind of gut reaction so before we talk about the big stuff, let's set it up. Spoiler alert again. And uh, so Steve Rogers has retired. At the end of Endgame, he's an old man, and he says, I'm done, because he's, I mean, he's 100. Like, he's very <laughs> old. And he has the shield. He gives it to Sam, a.k.a. Falcon, and says, it's yours. And he is saying, you're the next Captain America. Sam, keep in mind, he doesn't have any superpowers, but he is a bona fide superhero in his own right. He's been in so many films. He... Uh, has been with Captain America for so long, years at this point. He was on like a that again on the run team after Civil War. That's like two years. He's with Captain America on the road, uh, but he has super cool wings, solid fight moves. I love this guy. I've always been a big fan of the character. Um, and then you have Bucky Barnes, so he's AKA the Winter Soldier, AKA Steve Rogers' childhood best friend. Uh, but he's also had fifty years of being brainwashed by Hydra and has done. Many, many, many murders, including the murder of Tony Stark's parents, like we said earlier, until he had a two-year rest and rehab in Wakanda. <laughs> you love this. Because he had like a little sabbatical. 
he like was like, I'm gonna take two years. I'm just going to Wakanda. I'm not gonna have my arm for nice a while. Little vacation spa, little Wakanda. They like freeze him at the end of. Yeah, I was gonna say he was frozen for some of it, right? Yeah, in the end credit scene of uh, I don't know if we I might I may actually skip that, <laughs> but yeah, one of the end credit scenes in Civil War, Bucky's going under in Wakanda, and I thought like that looks nice. Take a break. <laughs> just freeze me. <laughs> you know what, guys? I'm just going to... I need this. Why don't you just freeze me for a few months? Yeah. How could you imagine being frozen for, like, just the past year? Like, what you'd have to catch up on? I can kind Not of much. imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, no. Didn't leave the no, house. No, no. It's we a left, lot. Yeah, we left the house the same amount of times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, whoever would be frozen now would see that it's almost over, I think. Things are starting to happen again. I'm I'm, I'm seeing this horizon. I got, I'm, 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 like, hopeful. It's there. Okay, good. I don't know if it was just me. Nope, it's there. Um, okay, so Bucky children Wakanda again uh, after the events of, or leading up to the events of Infinity War. Now, this is a big part. Both Sam and Bucky got dusted by the Thanos snap. So they were gone for five years, and then they came back in Endgame for the big fight against Thanos when Hulk snapped everybody back. Again, just for everybody's knowledge sake, this event is called the blip in the MCU. This is when everybody got snapped. Came back. So these guys, they were gone. They were dead for five years. And like you said, after the fight with Thanos, six months later, we are now watching a show that takes place, uh, takes place six, six months after Endgame and follows the lives of these two guys, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Bucky, the Winter Soldier, and uh, Sam, in the MCU in a world without Captain America and a world without Iron Man. That's the premise. Pretty good. I'm gonna yeah, I'll give it up. It's a I mean, this is why the show is gonna be great. Let's just talk about it. Giggler. How was episode one for you? You know what? I liked it. I'm not gonna say I loved it yet, but I think it does a great job of setting up where we're potentially going. Like I still have like a lot of questions on what's gonna happen, but like just gonna trust the process just as we kind of learn from WandaVision. Like I feel like the first two episodes everyone complained how they're a little slow whatever but like think about how we reacted to those next few episodes after that like it was just relentless madness and i think this will probably be the same like this there was a lot of action it's kind of felt more like a a movie um than like wandavision did so um i'm really excited to see what happens with this i, I like we there's going to be like multiple bad guys in this like i i, I still kind of don't know what what the actual plot's going to be like right. how, how obviously they're they're separate now, but well, how are they going to be be brought together? All that good stuff. So I'm I'm pumped. I, I think it does a lot of good, like laying the groundwork for for what's to come in the next five weeks. That's what's crazy. There's only five more episodes. Yeah, already one down. <laughs> yeah. PC Mike, especially at the same week as the Snyder Cut, how'd the show sit for you? You watched it yesterday. I really enjoyed it. You um, liked it. I think it's kind of a show for like more of the casual fan too. Yeah, because you can watch this first ep- this first episode and just enjoy it. It's right. a superhero show. I mean, there's battles. I do like how we have basically kind of like two timelines, not Memento style, but like we get to see <laughs> the Falcon and the Winter Soldier like do their own thing, um, and then when they converge, like Andy said, it'll be awesome. Um, but yeah, I think I thought it was action packed. I'm used to Disney having eight minutes of credits now, so it's not that big of a letdown. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the, and it's the same. Yeah, it's the same. It's long credits. Um, but yeah, it was entertaining. I have I'm starting to care about the characters more and more. Um, the ending, I mean, that's what people are talking about, and I'm sure we will. Yes. But the ending, you're like, what in the hell is going on here? I kind of see why they did it, like a symbol, but 
why did why him? And why, then why and, that look? And then that and that. Well, and I think it's on purpose. Yeah, because the whole thing is here. Everybody's gonna hate. We've already said spoiler alert. Everybody's gonna hate this new Captain America, and that's the whole point. I think because look at that smug little face. Got to plug the images from Disney Plus on our YouTube channel. Just a punchable face. It looks like that cartoon thing that's hanging right there in your great in the studio here. now I have to put that up on the <laughs> screen to every time just so you guys know every time we mention a photo i have to put it in the show hey what about this little thing back <laughs> here you gotta show it all. <laughs> you just start naming stuff <laughs> no you're right he looks just like this corny little cartoon that mask his stupid little grin he looks like the he's got like a moon face the like grandpa from up um, yeah, he does look like the grandpa that's from the up. most accurate thing I, i've ever seen i totally echo what you guys said uh i love to hear as kind of like the not as heavy mcu fan i agreed i thought like anybody can watch this and it'll yeah. just be really fun like I it mean, opens with that i mean the opening sequence just falcon kicking ass flying and just being total yeah. awesome yeah i think it's for people that want to and i could see why this would would have been the first yes thing they do because who can't who's gonna get mad at a guy flying with wings like uh -huh. taking down jets yeah. and stuff like um, is like as I'm on the wiki, like flag smashers, is that a thing? Yeah. So is that like in Marvel? That's in the Marvel uh, lore, and this okay. is what I've read. Uh, had some help from uh, I had Vanity Fair help us out with I know some Snyder Cut stuff and comic book, of course. Read a few different things, but apparently, what the writers of the show have let have said, I guess, in some interviews, is that even the people that know who the flag smashers are. Or may even know who this Captain America is per the comic book lore. They're they're saying that they've gone like a different route, okay. and that people are going to be surprised, is what they say. We'll okay. see. Um, well, here, just real quick, like three sentences. What happens in this? I thought it'd be fun just to say like, what happens in this? Because this is more action. It's not mm -hmm. like Wandavision. We do not have to be reading line by line. I don't think no. anymore. I think we learned some hard lessons by doing that. We learned some very tough lessons. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so we're gonna get back to the story. We're gonna enjoy these movies because. They're easy and shows because they're easy to enjoy, I think. In a nutshell, we're going to talk it. We're going to break some of this open. But just a nutshell, Sam isn't going to be Captain America. He decides I'm not going to, and he gives his shield back to that museum. During what looks like a Captain America memorial? My first question was, has Captain America died? True. Yeah. Because it's like a thing with his picture up, and he was really old at the end of Endgame, and it's been six months. And I, I didn't read this anywhere, but did you notice where Captain America was, that big picture on Sam? On his left? It was on his left the whole time. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, it's going to be. I didn't read that anywhere, but I was like, that's going to be everywhere. Yeah, that. yeah, it's going to be all the time, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. We, but he's, he's I, I, I don't know if they didn't confirm, but it seemed like he had died. I don't know. I think it's something that's going to be addressed eventually. Okay. I, they may the writers may have confirmed that, but I I, don't, I could be making that up. So don't really take just take that with a grain of salt. Just like everything we say, that's fair. <laughs> um, okay, Bucky is just trying to live a life post Winter Soldier. He's seeing a therapist. He's trying to make amends. Looks like he's like taking bad guys off a list and helping the police find them using I, Tinder. Using Tinder to catch them is that what he did? No, he's that's he talked about using online dating. He's at the oh, bar. Yeah, not to catch people, but he's just playing to, battleship just with that girl. Playing battleship with the girl. It doesn't go too well. He makes a friend named Yori, an old Asian fella, older Asian fella. His son dies, and Bucky's like struggling with, should I help this guy? That's what I took away. And he's trying to like go on dates and stuff. It's not really working. But he's seeing a therapist too. Talk about his bout in Wakanda. But anyway, it looks like he's just trying to live. And then there's a super soldier guy, which it looks like to me, the leader of the Flash Smashers. We meet him. He bumps into the young guy that's with Falcon at the beginning of the show, and 
to me, it looks like he has like super soldier strength. Like he's like kicking people clear across the street. Did you guys agree, Giggler? Any thoughts? Either that, that or uh, mutants in the show confirmed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I had to really think about it. I was like, but oh, it, but it could be. That's a nightcrawler kick. But it, from X Men, it could be. There is a close up of this guy's shot, like in the show, and Falcon's looking at it, Sam, and I don't know who this is, but he looks strong, and they're just some kind of terrorist group. That's all we know so far. Kind of looks like the Riddler from the new Batman that's coming out with Robert Pattinson. The Riddler, he wears a mask like, oh, this? like the one of the terrorist guys in the trailer. Oh right yeah. Up. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. They had something similar. Yeah. Um and then No that, connection. There, there's no. not a connection there. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Um and then we do get the announcement of a new Captain America. This guy, this smug looking guy. And, and I believe this is confirmed. It's his name in the comics, but uh his name is John Walker, uh played by Wyatt Russell. And he's also known by in the comics codename U.S. Agent is yep. what he ends up being called. But right now he is certainly being called Captain America with his smug little smile. It's Kurt Russell's son. Oh. Are Just you serious? Found that out today. That's Kurt Russell's Cannot son. I can't believe that I didn't realize that. Unbelievable. Also, with Goldie Hawn? Yeah, I think so. I guess. Goldie Hawn's in. I got to confirm this. Wow. Talk on. Okay, let us know. Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell are together. Yes, they are. And Kurt Russell's in the MCU. He plays uh, yep. Star Lord's. Dead, which we'll see in the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, that guy's in a lot of stuff. This yeah. actor? Yeah. Wyatt oh, Russell. He was in uh, my favorite, one of my favorite movies ever, uh, 22 Jump Street. Yeah, he's like the punchable oh, yeah. blonde kid. That's right. That's right. Is that's he, right. Uh, quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. He's a quarterback of the football team. All right. So, yeah. Parents, Goldie, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Oh, nice. Remember, remember my theory on this was that he's the pilot that shoots the missile at, in New York. In Avengers 2012. <laughs> if that comes true, <laughs> I had I would have thought I'm throwing it out there. Yeah. But if it ends up being true, like it's a flashback story, because we're gonna get some origin story for this guy. Yeah, it's, and it's gotta have to be stuff that like we might care about. I think, like he did some bad stuff, and now he's like, yeah, gotta fall on the sword. I, you have to be this Captain America guy. Maybe, or he's just an inherently bad dude, and is just always doing the evil thing. I don't know. I'm just gonna go with that. He's he has a super. Obviously, he he's gonna have strength. He's not just going to be some normal dude that's... You think he's got abilities? I think that... And he's strong. He's going to have the serum in him, same as that, same as the Flag Smasher guy. Oh, man. He's also got the shield. Yeah. He's got the actual shield. And, man, I'll tell you if, this. Sam looked pissed. Yeah. Sitting in Del LaCroix, Louisiana. If your missile thing is right, I will three is with his family. chug three beers on, on air. So. Promise? Yeah. No deal. Start, start with this one. <laughs> I just had to take a drink. <laughs> If you do nail that, like, out of everything. It's a random one to call, so it's like, again. I mean, we might learn about it in 28 years. That's right. Um, what else we got? Okay, so like I mentioned, Sam's family is in Delacroix, Louisiana. We meet his sister. So Sam, again, has been gone for five years. It looks like his family's been here making it work. He shows up, and he's just trying to be Mr. Hero solving all the problems. Doesn't really, want to sell the boat. Just Yeah, doesn't want to sell the boat. She's like, you don't know what's happening. They try to get a loan. They fail. Even though he's Falcon. And this is where we learn <laughs> that so mad. he's like, didn't they pay you? And he's like, not really. Essentially. Like the, the, Avengers, the Avengers just weren't getting paid. And there's other jokes about that. In Avengers Age of Ultron, Sam is asking Cap. He's like, you going to get a place in Brooklyn? And Cap's like, I don't think I can afford a place in Brooklyn. <sighs> like you're Captain America. You can't afford an apartment. And now like Sam's struggling. 
I guess I can understand why the loan officer guy was kind of so taken back by that because he fought it is weird, Thanos. But, but you he do, fought against <laughs> Thanos. You do, yeah, you need to have like people skills though and realize that you look <clears throat> at their financial statements in front of you and either like, oh, you haven't had income for five years. Like, please. how? I got blipped. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> he goes, me and millions of billions of people. Yeah. So I think that's obviously that's going to be a big part of the There should be show. like a blip clause. Yeah. If you're getting loans. Yeah. The, yeah. I was like, how is this not already solved? But it was a small, smaller town bank in like Delacroix. Have, like I don't know if I'm to, saying that right. But you have to like carry around a card, like a CDC vaccination card, but it's a blip card. It, I was blipped. It was an issue in Spider Man. We'll find out far from home. It's not really a spoiler, but like they, they struggle with it too. Like one of the kids is. It looks like he's over 21, so he's getting served <laughs> alcohol. But they're like, hey, he's only 16. <laughs> he was playing for five years. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, you're right, Andy. I think it'll be, like, an ongoing thing. Um, All right. And, yeah, I mean, I liked it. I liked how they opened it up. Like you said, they're both separate right now. Sam's going through stuff with his family. Bucky's trying to live his life. And they're going to come together in something. I really wasn't sure what was going on with uh, that guy – Yori, I think his name was the guy that his son died. I, Did I you pick this. up on what was going on? I it took me the the second watch to get it, but uh, Bucky kills his son. <gasps> that's the scene mm-hmm. of him going. Oh, and then he yeah. Oh, and that's why he's feeling guilty. Yeah, and he wants to make amends. Yeah, so that's I think oh my god, that whole Good scene, job, dude. With, I had no idea. Yeah, when he was on the date, I think the whole point of that scene was to just to show that like. She's asking why he's wearing gloves, why yeah. this and that. And it's just like to show that like no one knows who he is. And like he has this this dark past. He like makes that joke about he's 106 years old. And yeah, I was laughs. like, this lady literally doesn't know she's winter he's winter soldier. Yeah, no no one does. So that's that's the thing. Like he's that's sitting the there talking to this guy, and I guess that's his like Yeah, that changes everything in your brain, doesn't it? Like he's yeah, just like yeah. well, going I, to lunch with this guy, I, helping him I, out. So, I figured that out. I was like, these people don't really know him. But I was like, but where is he? Where do you, do you remember where he is? I can't remember. That's the question: is where is he? <laughs> yeah. But it looked like he was in the United States. He's got like a American kind of look. I'm just like New York almost to me. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because he was like in the streets when he yeah. like got that car to do the thing. He was just in the city. Might just be like in Chinatown or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, if he's in New yeah. York or something. Okay. I, I have no idea, but it's just like, yeah, that's that's sad. Like he he's just kind of dealing with it. Like he knows he has so much guilt. Like like you said about about Stark in Civil War. Like just so much guilt about what they had done in the past, and he's kind of like dealing with it on on camera for us to see now. Like we like we haven't really seen. That's a side of him that we really haven't seen much of. I feel like. Well, it's, and the therapist helps us all out too. She says, "You uh, you didn't, you don't really have a history. You don't, <laughs> you don't like have any friends. Like she, because he's been going from one fight to the other. And again, he says, you know, the only peace and quiet I got was when I was in Wakanda. And you could tell that he like appreciated that. I really hope they show some flashbacks. Very creepy. Her going through his phone though. Yeah, going. Like, through, give me your phone. Let and me also, check your text. Here's the other question too." She kind of explains it, but it's like he's a civilian now, and the world has said, like, we're aware of your past, so this is why you're required to come talk to me, is to make sure you're not a danger to anyone. So is that what, I, yeah. anything else? Yeah. It wasn't like, because at first I thought, like, is he working for a government thing, and this is the government psychiatrist? No, he's just he's just required by law to see somebody. And yeah, he's got that list. That's kind of a, I think yes. it's a callback to Captain America's list that he was making of just, like, the things he needs to catch up on. Oh yeah, and, I was uh, thinking that, or uh, the yeah. callback to the book in Civil War, that red book. Maybe he was because I yeah. feel like he's going after like old criminals. Yeah, for sure. Zemo's name was on the list. I paused it on it to Good check job. some things, and wow, uh, there is some. Uh, there definitely is some 
kind of Easter egg type names on there. I not that I could besides Zemo that I could identify directly, but if you look up anyone that wants to look up the names, mm-hmm. you can see They're the on connections there. that they have in the past um, to his character and what kind of happens. All right, so, all right, yeah, that's spoiler free uh, review there. I like that. Uh, appreciate it. And we already talked about the new Captain America, but we'll find out what goes ha- goes on with him. Uh, the info I got earlier on uh, the actor and whatnot was from goodhousekeeping.com. Appreciate you guys that. The links to our references will be in today's episode description. So if you want to read more on any of this stuff, just go check that out, and that link will be there for you. Uh, wow, this was episode one of six. Five to go. Excited for episode two next week. Uh, I think that they did a great job. It feels like Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I mean, this it, the action is there. The looks are there. And I just am so excited about this whole new world that's really in the future again. It's five years. It's just, it feels like anything can happen. Who knows where these stories will go? Who is this leader of the uh, the Red Hand Gang or whatever? What are they called? Sorry. Flag Stompers? Flag uh, Smashers. Sma- smashers. Flag Smashers. Who is this guy? And how will Sam eventually, we've seen some promo materials of him like throwing the shield, practicing. Like in the trailer, so I feel like he ends up with his shield at some point. Yeah, he's obviously physically visibly upset about this new Captain America. He's like, should have took. Yeah, yeah should have took the Rhodey's. Rhodey equally pissed at him too. Didn't even tell. really talk about Rhodey. Love that they brought him in. It's like it mixes the worlds of Captain America and Iron Man into a TV show. Mm-hmm. Like here's James Rhodes, the guy from Iron Man Two. He's in this TV show now. So cool. He's like, hey man, why didn't you take the mantle? His his excuse is so lame. It's just like he's just not stepping up. It felt like it belonged to someone else. Yeah, let me really think. Like this show, I mean, can do you guys think that this show is leading to like yeah. one of them to actually becoming Captain America at the end? Like yes, basically crowning him. Like, I think he will be. This is his journey to be Captain America. I believe by the end of the show, like episode one. Like, I mean, do you think it could be Bucky though? Isn't there comic? Like lore where he where he was Captain America or becomes Captain America. I'm I sure think they so. Both have like I don't I don't really know. I think I think that it could happen or maybe some form of that. But and I think there's gonna definitely gonna be like both of them using the shield at certain point. It's gonna be probably some fun stuff with that. But I mean, Captain America told Falcon it's him. He told Sam that it's yours. Like yeah. If if anybody can pass the mantle, isn't it? It's Captain America. I agree. Don't bitch out, Sam. Yeah, show up. And now look, now someone else has the shield. So it's gonna be a whole thing. All right, guys, any final thoughts on Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Um, I have some, I took some notes. So I'm just going to just fly through some of those. But the, the, did you guys notice that uh, the villain that was in the plane at the beginning in that scene had, he was from the uh, Winter Soldier movie, Bat- Baltrock the Leaper? Yes, the guy that Captain America fights hand to hand in the winter soldier yes. like in the first like 15 minutes on that ship. Yeah, he's like a former UFC fighter. So I was like, that guy looks familiar and I had to look it up and I guess yeah, he He's the guy that says, "I thought you were more than a shield." And Cap puts down his shield, takes off his hat and kicks his ass. Yes, exactly. Yes. But okay. yeah, in the comics he's like a experienced like mercenary kickboxer and like I feel like his name is Batrock the Leaper, and he jumps out of two planes, <laughs> so he earned his name. CBD, yeah. if he's alive. I mean, he was going down pretty hard out of that plane. Yes. And those squirrel suits are stressful. Flying like, through, yes. like, the caves, canyons, and mountains, and that was awesome. Yeah, and I thought it was pretty cool to see, like, Avengers in public, like, get called out, like, when Sam was, like, what, I don't know if that was a coffee shop or whatever, wherever yeah. he was, um, and the guy 
thanked him for like saving his wife. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely some callbacks to to Captain America, like I said, with that list. Um, and then like when Falcon jumps from the from the plane, he just just falls backwards out of it. That's definitely a callback to Captain America and Avengers, and I've probably done that multiple times uh, yeah. on screen. So and it looked awesome. Yeah, and um, also Bucky talks about not having danced since ni- since 1943 that's kind of a callback to like all the dances yeah all the mm-hmm. like the um scenes like i think we talked about a few episodes ago about him talking to peggy carter saying like hitting on her jokingly like in one of the first before her and cap like actually kind of got their full full romance or whatever so and he does have a lot of baggage like who's he going to date <sighs> i don't know it's going to be tough it's <laughs> maybe he'll go back and Pull what Captain America did and marry some girl in the fifties. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a good looking guy. Like, come on, just just like hey, oh, hope, yeah. you, hope you don't mind guys with metal arms. Yeah, and he's like, I, yeah. Also, I'll never take my Swan. gloves off. <laughs> it's like Swan. it's like cold. Yeah. It's like oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. Nice um, PC Mike. Any final thoughts on the show? I just any predictions or anything? You guys can it, do that. We don't have to do predictions every time. Like we got five to go. It just makes me excited because every now they're all going to be a little different. You're not. It's not going to get stale. Like, WandaVision was so out there, then this is totally different than WandaVision, so Loki's next, I think. That's going to be totally different. Like, Unbelievable. At least it's... It, I had, like, already forgotten. They're keeping it fresh. <laughs> so did I. I think they're keeping it fresh, so... That's well said. Well said. Man, it's so fun. I can't believe this. So, yeah, after this, we'll have Loki, and then we have Black Widow, and just... And then, and then, and then. We I mean, know. Black we Widow know. will probably be pushed back a couple of years. Yeah, push it to, uh, two years. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we can't wait. Five more to go. So much fun. I think the first one was a hit. We're here for it. And uh, let us know what you think. If you write us in before next week, we'd love to feature you during our review, during the meet of the Falcon, the Winter Soldier. We're going to take a quick break. Next up, it is time to change up multiverses. Head over to the DC Universe and talk all about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Stick around. We'll be right back. You've heard others, but nothing could prepare you for the shameful stupidity that is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Here, Imran. So if you offend everyone at once, it all it's a wash. I've covered everybody. Anthony. Sorry, I was texting. Say that again. And Rug Boy. Yeah, whenever there's a snowstorm, my slack hole tightens up. As they talk over one another. Just exactly uh, the same as, Jay, as Terminator. Terminator. We're talking over each other. It's fine. Sorry. Swear. I had boobies. And ask you for money. Just give us the money. Witness the hubris as they claim to be the world's authority on comic book movies. Who's that? Never said that. You've never said that. Who cares? A jock said that. Comic book, TV, movie, reviews, news, and whatever they choose. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. It can't be silly, goofy fun. Seriously, people really listen to this. Uh, Jock and Nerd! The Meat. Welcome back from the break. I'm your host, Logan. Mostly superheroes. Jam-packed episode today, fellas. With PC Mike and the Giggler just was knee deep in the MCU with Captain America Civil War. Perfect transition right into the first episode of Falcon Winter Soldier. We're going to keep it going. Keep keep it on that uh, MCU page on our website as we add more ratings and reviews to our library. It is time to move on to the DC Universe. 
And I had a little help from a really great article from Vanity Fair. It's going to be linked in the description of today's episode. I highly recommend this read if you are looking for, like, what happened with the Snyder Cut. Like, just a quick, like, what actually went down? Why did this movie get remade? Why was there a Snyder Cut at all? I was really wanting to, like, kind of ground myself in that for today's episode. Because this is a big deal this, that this movie happened. So, so if, if it's okay with you guys, quick little intro. Please do. I honestly didn't. I kind of know what you're about to say, and I didn't know this information to like. This is basically I taking. Care, I didn't care enough to. This is to basically taking it. all of it and putting it down to like ten sentences. All right. Again, big thanks to Vanity Bear. So here's the gist: in 2017, this movie Justice League comes out. All right, it comes out. It's released by Warner Brothers. Zack Snyder was the executive director. His wife, Deborah Snyder, executive producer. And in 2017, tragedy strikes. The Snyder family lose their daughter to suicide. She's 20 years old, and her name is Autumn. Zack Snyder walks away from the film due to this incident to go take care of his family, but also because of creative differences at Warner Brothers. It was a mixed bag, it seems like, but it was mostly because of his daughter. Just going to say, you know, take care of his family. WB, the Warner Brothers CEO and chairman, Kevin, at the time, I don't think he is the CEO anymore, Kevin Tusahara, probably shouldn't be. Based on this, assigns watchdogs to the film after Snyder leaves in the form of DC Entertainment creative Joff Johns and Warner Brothers co-production head John Berg. And he also adds Joss Whedon, who had left and walked away from the Avengers movies to come do this film. Do you remember this? He's an, he's an Avengers Sort guy. of, yeah. And so Joss Whedon comes on. Nutshell, everyone hates the movie. Everyone complains about it, including the fans. I think it did a pretty lousy on Rotten Tomatoes. You can fact check me, PC Mike. I want to say it's like around a 42. Yeah, it's 40s, I think. And not only that, but there's major complaints about this team of people being harsh conditions. Josh Whedon making it real rough for Ray Fisher, who's in a current legal battle happening now. Gal Gadot had spoke out about Joss Whedon working with him. Not really here to harp on it, but I'm just laying out what I read in this article. And right away, and for years, we start seeing this hashtag for people to release the Snyder Cut. It happened last week on HBO Max. Zack Snyder's Justice League Snyder Cut is out. It's four hours long, and it's here. Wild. (laughs) Just a wild story. Hey, Josh... Do you, is it like Whedon? It's Joss. Joss it's, yeah, yeah. Whedon. You got to get it right. It's With Joss. two S's. Yes. It's like you forgot a letter at the end of Josh. <laughs> Joss. He <Whedon>. co-wrote <laughs> Toy Story. <laughs> well, I don't know what to say about that. And, I mean, he did the, he wrote and directed the Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah, he's done some stuff. He's done some stuff. Buffy and, the Vampire Slayer, too. And I, I don't, it's hard to like have an opinion, a really strong opinion about any of it if you weren't there. Yeah, but I mean, clearly, actors Ray Fisher, yep, Michelle Trackenberg, probably Gal Gadot, Charisma Carpenter, Jason Momoa, Gal Gadot, yes. and Amber Benson all said he was awful. And it, there was a bunch of things more in the article. I highly recommend if you want to know more about this, read this article. There's a lot of things that you'll read about the writing style and the things that he was adding and how people around him were having to just kind of smile and be like, I, I think that this is wrong. Like, people seeing it go downhill. Did you know that Zack Snyder has never even seen Justice League? 
Good for him. I never that for sure. His wife like was like, "You can't. You shouldn't. It'd make you so mad." Uh, you yeah. yes. That's that's good. I like. I hope that's true. I know I because know. there's so many it's questions in, like to, right. about this movie. Like if what, how much he really added or how much he was just like in reaction to fan theories and things exactly. like that, that, that he just wanted to give to us. Exactly. I appreciate both sides. But. But, but you're right, Andy, because we talked about this, and we're going to get right into it right now. I want to know how we felt about this movie, and I want to know some general feelings. But we talked about how, like, I couldn't, there were some things about, I was finding myself comparing the films. Oh, I think everybody does. Yeah. Exactly. Because when has this ever been done? It's never happened. There's, they've never remade a movie. No, they've had, like, Lord Reboots. of the Rings came out with, like, the extended version. Extended cut. There's more yeah. scenes. But this was like, we remade the movie. Well, we thought it was just going to be, hey, they added some scenes. But then, comicbook.com, I think one of those guys said it's about 12%. 12%? 12. And I think most yeah. of the 12% just by watching Andy, was The Flash. Andy knows. I was counting out loud. Yeah, every <laughs> single... And I, I just had it in my head about how long we were, and I would just get... We got to about halfway through, and they there was a scene that I recognized from the movie before, and I just I would just go... 10%. 10%. <laughs> I think most of them... <laughs> I just kind of kind of knew. I was like, I think we're about 10%. I think most of them were Flash scenes, it seemed like. The Flash. Um, There was also some crossover with the Batman and Momoa meeting scene. Uh-huh. Before we get into it... Oh, man. I'm really excited to talk about this. How did you feel, PC Mike, about this movie? I'm not going to mess around. I want to hear what you think about this thing. I want movies to be like this. This is a TV show that's a movie. It is four hours. I took an intermission. Oh, yeah. I went to bed and then watched it the next day. (laughs) A lot of people have split it up. I've seen online a lot of people tweeting um, and on Instagram being like, I watched it. I'm finishing it tomorrow. Yeah. It was awesome. And you loved it. I paused it, went to the bathroom, got something to eat, came back a little bit, ate dinner, then came back. Like, It was a TV show in a movie format. And you liked it. Loved it. You loved it. Loved it. Oh, man. It's going to be hard. Enough. Maybe we should do the ratings first. <laughs> you guys already, did you guys already know, do you guys already know what it is? Like my rating? I know what mine is. I know what mine is. Why don't we just do a roundtable rating real quick and talk oh, about God. this movie? Get the, let's just get out of the way. Okay. Go ahead, Mike. 3.7. Oh, man. I know. I was so excited to hear Mike's input I, the whole time. I was going between. Why do you, what do you, look at me just rapid firing the guy. I was gonna, I'm looking right at him. I was, going to, I was going back and forth between 3.6 and 3.7. Yes. And you just talking about it, and I feel like i got to be a stan a little bit. I pumped it up to 3.7. This is awesome. I'm glad we're doing this first. Giggler, tell us how you talk about it. Just yeah, talk about um, it. I, I think a lot of people, like, the only complaints I've seen is a lot of people saying, that like the character still didn't get like that development, but like mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I agree that that's something that that you can complain about, but like there weren't prior movies. Yeah, I don't know if you. I there, think yeah, it's there hard. weren't there weren't prior movies for those characters, so like that's a lot to ask, even in a four hour movie. Like I yes, I I don't know. That's just not a, a gripe that I had. I still enjoyed this movie so much from the start to finish, where I didn't really want it to end. So right, even after it, four that's, hours. That's funny. In it's... one sitting, like we didn't even break it up. We yeah, we didn't stop. The only, time, the, only, like, the only thing we stopped for was when the food got delivered. That's it. Yeah. And that was good. Shout out to K-Bop. K-Bop. Whew. It's like yes. Chinese? Korean. Chinese? Korean? Korean? Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. It was bowls. They were so good. That was the only time we stopped, though. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right. When this thing ended and you're just watching those end scenes, you're just like, maybe there's one more. I don't maybe know. Maybe there's one more. I was think, I was but feeling myself think that. I did go through the previews, like fast forward, or the ending credits and like fast forward and all the way to really yeah. double check yeah. yourself see if there's yeah. anything all right so i gotta give a rating i, I think you should yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give mine so too I have, I, I have mine i gave we'll go, mine we'll do that first we can talk about all of it 
directly after the movie, I said, write it now. You're going to talk about this Monday. So uh, 3.5. Higher than I thought. Yeah, I agree. I just like, it was weird to me that even though the movie was four hours that I still wanted it to not end. So I was like, I have to give that credit as a higher rating. Like, I don't, I, I just didn't really have many complaints. I'm easy to please, as I've always said, probably my lowest rating ever is like a 2.8. So, uh, but this is still, I'm not going to, like, I went to rewatch it today and I was so excited. And Right. You're just like, I'm happy to hit play on this. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just like me being a kid again. I'll just watch Batman movies on repeat. All of them. How good was <laughs> Throw this in the how, rotation. how good was Batfleck in this? I thought, awesome. he, was, I thought he was great. Kind of nailed it. Yeah, looked amazing that silver suit. All right, um, I'll yeah. give my rating real quick. Yeah, let's keep going. All right, so I said this before. I found myself doing like the comparison thing a lot. Poor Andy, I was out loud just being like, I just, it was I just helpful. I liked it. But I just what it. what was interesting to me was when like a line had been like removed or like. A simple line had been like switched out. I like I remember the, a lot of the dialogue from the first movie, and I was just like, "That's interesting." So, as like a fan that maybe watches these a lot, I thought, "I bet there's others like out there like me too, just kind of like not be, being able to help doing that." But watching this movie, all I could think was, "This is this is fucking awesome." Pardon my French; I don't cuss much on the show. How did this not get your first shot? And like, this is my biggest question about the Snyder Cut. Like, I know there were reshoots. So, like, how much of it was the Snyder Cut? How much of it was after for things that had been redone? And how much does that even matter, really? Like, I mean, does it even matter? Because here's the thing. The movie's really, really good. And I just kept thinking, like, yeah, this is all right. Yeah. I had some problems. I definitely want to have a, oh, yeah. an issue with, I want to talk about some stuff. But, like, with Dark Side, man, I, I was hoping for more. But I love the movie. Let me just give the rating. Knock it out of the park here. It's a three point six. Whoa, we're all pretty high. Yes, I'm so happy. Me too. I was thrilled with the experience. I really had like an experience watching this thing. It felt so cool. It, I told Danny this. I was like, when has any movie at a home premiere got me to got, get off my butt, drive to the Giggler's house, yeah. and like have just like I was like, let's just have like a movie night. It's, a, it's an event. It's an event, yeah. and it felt like an event. Didn't want it to end. PC Mike, tell us more about what you were thinking. I mean. Like Andy said, would I like more character development? Yes, but can you do it in a four-hour movie? No. But I thought they did a great job. Like, so much more exposition, with, for real. With Cyborg. Yeah. Awesome. He has a backstory now. Even more with The Flash, like him saving that girl. Was that in Justice League? No. That was an awesome scene, him breaking the glass the and music. going and the music saving her. Perfect. Aquaman, that's the one big thing I've seen online. People are like, Aquaman wasn't as good. Like, he was just kind of... Nah, I liked him. He was fine. Um, but I think the reason I kept liking this movie and like not wanting it to end is because something new was happening every 30 minutes. Like, yes. oh, this is happening. Here's a backstory. Here's a backstory. Here's a backstory. Oh, guess what? We're going to add the most famous superhero of all time now to the show. Here's Superman. And you're waiting <laughs> on it the whole time. Yeah. You're just like, Steph kept saying it. She's like, when are they going to get my man on the screen? I'm like, I'm with you. Let's get this black yeah. suit going. Yeah. It looked fantastic. Awesome. That was great that we watched it with someone that didn't even realize until like an hour in the movie that he'd never seen even the original Justice League before. God, that was a funny moment. Roommate, Don't go back. Don't go back. <laughs> no, yeah. I was like, I like it was a light bulb went off in my head. I was, I was like, like, oh yeah, you are. I, I was like, you're having the best experience out of all of us because yeah. you're just seeing the movie. Yeah. Yep. I had a buddy text me, say, hey, Mike, hasn't this been made before? I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, how much time do you got? 
Mike, <laughs> our buddy Mike, that's been on the show, he texted me the same thing. He's like, is this? I feel like I saw this. I was like, yeah, it was a remake. You saw 12%. Well, I say remake, <laughs> but they advertise it as like this other cut. Mm-hmm. But here's the truth. They did reshoots. Yeah. They added some more stuff, which is fine. I don't. At this point, are there cheat? Like, I mean, the movie was made, and then they made a second one. So yeah. it happened. Yeah. And I think I differ from you just a little bit with Darkseid. Yeah, I really want to talk about this. I thought it was cool how they did inter- integrate him, like, here and there. Yeah, Like, he okay. wasn't a player, but he's like, Stephen Wolf's going me- to mess this up, huh? Like, that guy. I, and like, I love that just guy. Like in the- but it was different than, I think I liked it because these movies, I feel like DC tries to mirror Marvel a lot. Yeah, yeah. And Marvel hasn't really done that. Like they did the Thanos like in credit scenes, but they didn't like put like basically like little in credit scenes in the movie. Like giving you those breadcrumbs, those teasers. Yeah. And little things like that. I know what you mean. Like I thought that was cool because it set up other movies that probably maybe won't happen. Yeah. I mean it's a lot like seeing Thanos in uh like in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You know, you're seeing like the 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 mission behind the mission and setting up the bigger mission. Here's here's all I'll say about it. It wasn't definitely, an, I'll tell you this, it definitely wasn't even a complaint. It was, said this to you, Andy, when we were at your house. This movie has been set up to be like the one-time Snyder Cut. And like, it's not part of any universe. But I'm like, here's the thing, man. If you're not setting up sequels for this movie, I mean, wh- of course you are. You're introducing characters like Ryan Choi. Let's just get out of the way. Martian Manhunter is in this movie. Mm. Like, not in the first one. Like, this character is going to be doing something. And to me, I thought this was going to be a one-time thing. So I thought that the big dark side fight was happening. So to see it not happen and to see them, like, I mean, it was cool. It was like, see you at another time. He's like, I'm not coming in right now. He's like, I'm like, I'm like scouting you. Yes. And he was pissed, too. Yeah. I will say this, too. I was, I like this dark side. I think he looked cool. I think he sounded awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I didn't, I don't know anything about dark side and prior to this. So, Mike, I wasn't, I'm definitely not complaining. The thing is, if I don't see this dark side on screen again, then I'll be sad. Well, I know I said that, like, there might not be sequels, but there is some glimmer of hope. And I think it was in the Vanity Fair article. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Zack Snyder said, What do you think is more realistic? Them to give me $70 million to do edits or have a sequel to this? Yes. And I, that's, He's like, I that's said, That's a lot less more. Like, that's never been done. And I said it be, I said this a, a, a couple times in this show. Warner Brothers isn't like in the game of charity. No, they're not here to be like, here's all this money. Uh, yeah, cool. We'll just have this. You know, it's really nice. We're just nice. This is an investment. And I get. I hate to say it. I get why they went on with my not my boy Joss. Like I get why they pushed it out. I do. It's money. It's a money grab. They yeah. almost made a billion dollars with that crap movie. Like I get it. But now you give me this, and you're just gonna stop. Can you pull something up for us while yeah. we're, while we're talking? I want to know the streams. The streams. I, yeah, I don't like. Do we know the amount oh, of streams yeah. or how many extra HBO? Obviously, it's going to be a while for this probably, but like HBO it, Max subscribers I, in the last like week. Somebody has written it already. I guarantee yeah. there's an article pretty top in the search results of like streams and uh, subscriptions. That seems to be the new metric instead uh, of like so. watching cable. It's like streams and subscriptions is the new thing it says like i don't know if these are valid sites but like a hundred thousand times in three days hundred thousand in three days okay and then this it, like it dropped on no it doesn't sound like that many because well i don't yeah a hundred thousand doesn't sound i'm like two that of many. those so <laughs> we can all <laughs> that's hey, not a lot we all got these little computers right here know, 
Um, yeah, you go take your time for a minute because so while we're doing this, we can also do some just like other top moments of the film. Go, but Andy, what were you gonna say? Yeah, well, just that we're talking we're we're talking about like the different versions of everything like that, and I just saw the other day that or today that there's a Justice is Gray alternate version that's coming out in a couple weeks. What that's in black and white? No, and has different scenes with the jokers no it doesn't yes and it ha- like it's probably when he's wearing that one outfit from the photos i'm pretty sure it's yeah i think it's that that scene will have different maybe they won't talk about like a reach around because that was the weirdest part of the whole movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just remember scratching my head and then i, I saw it second time around i was like what why was that in there all right pc mike's got it i think this is just from india alone and it was like <laughs> book my show stream i don't know i don't know if the numbers are out yet for hbo like they don't have anything on this yet yeah okay that's fair that's probably fair i mean because well that's it's an interesting thing like how often do they release these updates um we'll keep you apprised maybe we'll keep that as part of next week i mean Um, vulture has an article march 18th that came out that says the title is just the snyder cut has already done its job for hbo max i believe that and that was oh my gosh i bet and everybody's talking about it so many people I mean, I'm telling you, a lot of it's funny to see the people that like text you about certain movies. Like, this is one that a lot of friends reached out and was like, "I'm watching this today. Like, this I've heard this pretty. What's yeah. the, what's the deal with the what's the deal with this thing? Like, not knowing the backstory mm-hmm. and of course, of course, us nerds, we've known about this Snyder Cut hashtag and petition. I mean, the fans, the fans made this happen, and Warner Brothers did allow it to go. I mean, I'm I'm in, man. Can we get more stuff? I want more stuff. Yeah, I don't think they'll. I don't think they have numbers yet, but I mean, people are saying. I mean, it's the biggest thing HBO Max has had. All right, we'll keep you updated on that. Um, let's talk about some top moments that happened in this thing. I'll tell you right now, my favorite line of the movie: "Cyborg, fuck the world, fuck the world." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was like, oh my god, yeah. they went such. This was such a different. This was a totally different story. I felt like though they added the two f bombs in the movie <laughs> just to be like, hey, we gotta get an R. What, what, do, what can we do? What can we what do? Was ah! the other, what was the other one? Batman talking to uh, Joker. That's right. Yeah. At the oh, end. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Fe- so, what is this fever dream that he like? Why is he having these visions? I mean, the rumor is it shouldn't be a big deal, but like, why do I care about that? Like, I mean, the rumor is it would be explained in the sequels, but. I mean uh-huh. that yeah, that kind of makes sense because in the the Flash what was that Batman vs Superman the Flash scene where he pops into yes and says Lois is the key yeah, yeah. Barry then, pops in says Lois is the key so and, how does that relate to that last scene I'm I'm trying to well uh, because the last scene they talk about Lois I think she's I think she she's dead in that in vision I, mean, I think a lot of people are dead in that in vision <laughs> yeah yeah there's Aquaman only... Wonder Woman. They're yes. All dead. Yes. Oh, remember Andy? That was that was the part where we remember the part where it flashed over be, before the fl- so now I'm jumping all over the place. That's the end sequence yeah. is the fever dream. But the part about uh Wonder Woman, whenever the Flash runs back in time, rewinds everything mm-hmm. because before he did, they lost. Yeah. The Justice League lost, right? Yeah. That was and the wow. world, you like, called it too. I'll give you 100 percent credit. It was like an hour into the movie, and he goes, "Yeah, we're gonna see Speed Force. He's gonna turn back time." And I was like, "Call it. You gotta go, Barry." I didn't even think I about ca- that. Called I it was- immediately. I was like, "If this is that long, they've showed so much of the Flash in this." And I mean, and here's the thing. Yeah, that's got to go straight to Flashpoint. I mean, that, you yeah. know, how does it not? 
like that the flashpoint I, movie's coming we're seeing this like you're gonna tell me these events aren't gonna be in my head who didn't who's not watching this we got people watching this that don't even know about the first movie exactly is the first movie just gone yes but yeah. like what's canon i think it's not de- determined yet but the wv president supposedly like shot down some sequel theories today but but that doesn't I mean, that if the, mean if the people want it, yeah. apparently we can get it. We, could, we can change Sonic's yeah. eyes. We can get this. We're getting <laughs> we can get we can get Sonic better teeth. <laughs> Let's start the hashtag here. Release the Snyder Cut. Somebody part has two. somebody has they've started a new one already. There's already oh. another. There's already another hashtag out there. Do its job. I mean, look at that picture. It. Hey, and if you're not watching this on YouTube, you should because the graphics are flat awesome. Well, and you get to see us three. Uh, yeah. You don't want to see that. You want to see these graphics. <laughs> or if you're not doing that, you should look at the Instagram, which looks snazzy as hell right now. Yeah, put a lot, put the work in the Instagram. I literally, every few hours, I log on and I just go look at it because I'm like, what do you do now? It is pretty. It's, it's and it's like, and here's the thing. That's how it looks now. <laughs> I appreciate. But that. look at this. Look at this ensemble. Yes, look at this. Who would thing. you trade out for somebody else? The only like thing, any actor. The only one is probably. I mean, you're right. I will, I almost said Jason Momoa, but the truth is. The truth is, no, here's, the, here's the truth. I think he's, I think he's way better in this than he is in Aquaman. I think Aquaman's probably like his weakest movie because he's just so goofy and, yeah, you know, he's better in the Justice League. I mean, movies. the only, I mean, dream casting. I guess I trade Ray Fisher for Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, but like yeah, it'd be great. you always I mean, want, yeah, you yeah. always want Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, but I mean, I think Ray Fisher is a redemption. This movie's a redemption for Cyborg. More like Cryborg. <laughs> oh, so what I was what I was saying earlier about when so when Barry's running back, there's that where the world ends, the world got blown up. Wonder Woman's just in a casket, getting like burned at the thing. Remember Andy? Uh, yes. Andy literally out loud just goes, "I don't know what is happening." Because no. <laughs> it went from them fighting Steppenwolf yeah. to like all of a sudden the world's burning. That w- it looked amazing. There are side by sides, and you can see like Wonder Woman versus Steppenwolf. And like just the difference is just I guess that's worth seventy million dollars. And he looks totally different. And he, although you see him a lot, you see Stephen Wolf like visit yeah. that guy, like he has like three meetings yeah. that you witness. But like he looks amazing. Yeah. And much better. Well, and a character I actually cared about what was like kind of happening. And let's just talk about the end scene whenever he gets his head chopped off awesome. as they send it through the portal back to and Dark they're watching. Side. And they're watching. Oh my god. Gosh, yeah, that, was he- cool. that was amazing. So much violence, a lot I of blood. And- I really, I really wanted it like to see where. I think this happened in Avengers, so that's maybe why. But just where the portal closes on his head and it just drops it right off. Right. So <laughs> one part stays on Earth, one part stays wherever he's at. Hey, yeah. Thank you for explaining the mother boxes to Zack Snyder, what they actually were and stuff like that. Oh, like giving a little backstory. <laughs> oh, and like, oh, Superman yelling. Of course, like this, like it was like that was the signal of like these things are waking up. People mm-hmm. know instead of just being like the mother boxes. Where have these been for five thousand years? That's a deleted scene from Batman vs Superman. So that's like that's one of the things that you could specifically say was Snyder original idea, not like him adjusting to. And theories, adding stuff, whatever. If that was something that was done in the reshoots, but right, you're saying like that was definitely him. Yeah, which that's cool. But just uh, thank you, like even oh, me oh, loving. Oh DC. wow, Cyborg's mom. Maybe we can actually meet her. Yeah. And why? Do, why does he have this grudge against his dad? Yeah. What is he so like? It's why well, probably. Well, I don't like how he's like you killed mom when your dad wasn't even there. I was like, well, that's not your dad. And we actually got to see him become Cyborg <laughs> yeah. finally. That was cool. Yeah, that's the thing. There's like a whole Cyborg 
cyborg movie in this movie. Like, there is. Just... Yes, it is. And that recording from his dad. And when he like went back and like and then finished it and was like, I'm gonna talk to you as my son now. I was so good. Yeah. Flash and his dad. I oh. mean that the Flash was the best part of the original Justice League, I thought. And I thought he was still really well. second favorite line of the movie. We finally have a plan. <laughs> and I thought that was like for us. I thought that was like for the fans that were just like, Yeah. The, the Justice League like has a plan instead of just like, oh, Steppenwolf's up in wherever. And then cut to the ship's flying in. We found him at this nuclear plant that no one goes to. Did he talk? Did he do battle talk in this one though? No, I lo- that was my favorite. No, you know what they did? They go, they ran in and they go. He, Batman goes, Barry, get everyone out of here, and then he just starts running them out. And it's one of the, it's one of my top moments. Him running, yeah. saving all those people was like a lightning storm in the yeah. sky. I did like the battle one from the original. It's like you guys know how to battle. I'm not a big battler. Yeah, but I, I thought I battle. also thought it was kind of lame because he was like, save one person, and I was like. He's a flash. You signed up. You're the flash. Yeah. Um, and I liked how it was this one was more of just like get in there and go do it. Yeah. Fight right there with Gal with Wonder Woman and Steppenwolf. So great. Mm-hmm. Trying to think what else? What else that caught my eye? Um, I already said the Martian Man hit Hunter. Again, I mean, how ahead. how they did the end scenes. That was cool. Instead yeah, so like they just credit br- scenes, so yeah, so they just, just kind of did like Little store, like little catch up stories. Of they every just brought you in. They did the one with Lex oh. Luthor, which they modified. Yeah, because in the original, we didn't see him that he just wasn't in Arkham anymore. Right? No, we did. We, we saw did. that same thing, same scene. That guy turns around, yeah. he's laughing. What's different is it's a longer is scene. Is the scene with... that I made fun of. Yeah. Whenever we talked about it, and I said this, like when Slade Wilson's like, oh, "What do you want, Lex Luthor?" I was like, "Come on, you didn't have a reason to be out there." Like he, I was like, "I don't think uh, he would ever do that." In this one, they changed it, and he's like. He comes for a specific thing. He's yep. like, I heard you were uh, picking up a team to take on the bat or something like that. Because he's because like, that's what he wants is the bat. And I'm like, yeah, oh, a reason. And then he tells him his name. He's like, oh, maybe I will have a glass of champagne. Yes. He goes, he's uh, let me help you out. He's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. That was cool. Then I was like, yeah, all but, right. But then I was also confused when he was with Batman. I know. In that's that what, dream sequence. That's what makes us need another movie or a show or something please that was literally just like stuck on the end like he's just having this dream like just connecting those two dots that you just said could be an amazing story yeah because like were they a team and then batman did something so let's let's talk about this end sequence and like what actually we see so we have a whole band of of folks batman the with the coat from the flash sequence in bvs right same one got the goggles dream sequence yeah looks amazing it's almost like Batman meets Mad Max. I always love this. Yeah. This post-apocalyptic like world. Uh, you got Cyborg. You got Barry and like the full tri- mm-hmm. time travel stuff. It's got like a sh- face shield. You got Slade Wilson. Mm-hmm. Like you said, no get- patch. Did he not have a patch? Right. What did he? I think he did. He did. Right. Yeah, he, did. he had to. Uh, Mira was there too. Mira from uh, Atlantis. That's one thing people are ripping online. <laughs> like, why is she there? Yeah, and like her accent, maybe. Oh, oh yeah. I saw. Why would you be upset? Who cares? I, I'm just. I saw some. I'm saying to the, that, I'm saying to these people it. that like are upset about that part. Well, like, I think people look at me. I'm already getting defensive about. It. I must have really liked this movie. People I mean, have I turned on 3. her. Three point six. She could have had the. She could have had an Oscar winning performance. I think people would turn on her. The internet hates her right now. Oh yeah, because of all the Johnny Depp stuff. I don't know about the Johnny Depp stuff. You, we don't have time in this podcast. Probably yeah, to go, through. Some, go look it up. Weird thing where she like pooped in his bed or something. Yeah. Get out of here. There's some stuff, and then like know. she took pictures of him doing stuff. That's gonna be the first thing I do when we get done today. 
Well, that's see little... you tomorrow because you're going to go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, that's all right. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. But yeah, um, they're like in a post-apocalyptic world. Yes. Oh, it's almost say, like a I... it's almost like a Suicide Squad out there. Like yes, it's like oh, yeah, it's similar to yeah, it's kind of similar to that game trailer that we talked yeah. about months back for that Suicide Squad game. But um, dude, yeah, it's put. And then also, who else is there? Joker. Uh, and then Joker. <laughs> His laugh was better, yeah. I guess. Tell me what you guys thought of this Joker. Better. I mean, still no Heath Ledger, but better. Yeah, he looks better. I. He's not going to give me any nightmares, that's for sure. So mm, that's not that's, the, that's yeah. all I think care about, you know. And then there's that weird line about the reach around. About the reach around. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think they had to add it to the VR, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. And weird. then he he talks about uh, killing Robin. Uh huh. See, that was some closure. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Even though it's a dream sequence, future yeah. land. But he's I like, guess he, that means it's like something. Like, he's like, pick what you say next. That yeah. Man. And then he, he, then he says the F-bomb. Yeah. But that would have already happened before Justice League. See, are end. we like jumping timelines because right? of Flash and like he's trying to fix things? No, this, like, I mean, here's, here's, there's no question here, right? This is a future. This is like a possible future. A possible. They directly t- talk about it too because he says, are you, yes. you're too much of a coward to let yourself die? Yes, and that was and how many reali- how many it. alternate realities are you going to take? So like, I feel like yes, it's like how many, and it was like, oh my god, are we seeing a second one? Like this is just changing, like the picture's changing, Maybe. like he's trying to correct something and keeps going back with the flash. Like we got to go back, and we got to go back, and it and the, like you said, Andy or Mike, that Vanity Fair, Vanity Fair uh, article talks specifically about. There was Snyder to be- was quoted to say, "Yeah, there was supposed to be this love story between Bruce Wayne and Lois Lane." In a post Superman world where he's dead, to where like he decides because of how much he loves this woman that he even had he Snyder was quote he quoted what Batman's lines were Bruce Wayne talking to Alfred he said something along the lines I'm paraphrasing something along the lines of I've never had a reason to like hang up the cape or to bring people together and he's like this the love of this woman has changed my whole life and then he decides to bring Superman back to life. Like that's like Man, but you don't from even, Snyder. You hardly see Batman and Lois like there's Well, they didn't go some, they didn't yeah, do no. it though. But maybe maybe long road, maybe. Yeah. But now Superman's back though. So I think that's just washed. But like in that cutscene they're hiding from him, right? Yeah, and he shows up. PO'd. Mad. And bad. It's wild. I don't know. Well, here's the th- so that first nightmare scene or whatever that was that was when Cyborg touched the mother box. Is that right? Uh huh. I can't remember the the timing of that one, but some of the weird yes, fight- good call, Andy. That's a really good call. He so, touches, he does the mother box thing in the ship when they're bringing Superman Superman back to life, and Cyborg has a vision of that future yes. with Wonder Woman. That's that. That's when we didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. Whenever she's like burning, the world's burning. And he's like, stop. We don't need to do this. Well. Some of yes, and he's like, and he's like, it's a bad idea. And then Barry's like, go, and Barry goes, and and like, so maybe Cyborg saw the future and it wasn't what they needed. So like, opposite Doctor Strange. Yeah, and why did he have? Where are these visions coming from? Because Cyborg's having them now. He's a computer. I mean, he's a like, Is it Barry time traveling? Is it something with the Speed Force? Like, I mean, I I, think, I just see some reasons. I guess I'll tell you that that's a that's a hole for me. That's not really mm-hmm. being filled just yet. So. Some of the things that were in that first like vision or whatever was I think it was when Superman was like levitating over the broken Justice League sign. So yep. I think mm-hmm. he had Batman's cowl in his hand. 
Yes, um, he did. You could see a ripped Joker card. So potentially that's connecting those events to this event being after this nightmare sequence that was the end of the movie, the epilogue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the epilogue. That's kind of a crazy connection that could potentially be there. So like, I, I don't know. I yeah, don't know no. how that would all work, I, but obviously there's a lot. Well, and that that's the biggest thing. It's unquestioned. What did you say Warner Brothers said about they disputed some sequel theories? Andy said that today. That like they were already saying like no or something. Like that I mean, comic but, uh, comicbook.com. But Snyder today, said but, like, at the same time. But Snyder said like, what's more unrealistic? Exactly. Them to give me a sequel or them to make me have me go back and give me seventy million dollars to remake this? That's so, never been done. Sequels have been done. This has never been done. Did you guys have any problems with the film? That you want, like that were that are worth noting. I'll I'll mention that too. Like you don't you know you, we can nitpick all day. Nothing huge. Um, I'm trying to think. I know I'm looking too. I said the only thing I really had was the and it wasn't even a diss on the movie. It was really more about that the dark side and just that aspect. But other than that, I mean there was still some corniness. I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean they were uh, again just some of the things they like took out and stuff. I thought were funny like. The part where Jason Momoa like says bye to Batman, and he's like, he's like, you're crazy, Bruce Wayne, <laughs> and he like he goes in the water. Well, in the first movie, he like jumps like yeah. an idiot and like looks like an idiot, and this one, it's just gone. Yeah. So I was like, so was that cut? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> they they should have cut those, that weird song from those people. They were singing right after, after he yeah. left, yeah. just yeah. A, for a long time. That was weird. I didn't. I, I liked all the music. I, there was a lot of slow motion. Maybe Zack Snyder did see this movie and he's like, "Hey, that's the first thing we are cutting." Is how he jumped in the water. He's like, "That's the first thing to go." So I was never going to do that. Yeah. Um, but a lot of slow motion. Yeah, but, but I good mean, action. Good action. Um, I mean, here's here's the thing about the slow motion. It was enough to where I was I was noticing it. I was like, "That's a lot of slow motion." But again, the movie's four hours long, so it just it's already long. Mm -hmm. I thought it looked great though. I did too. I mean, Steppenwolf really? 180, a lot better. Story really was, was good. Great. Story was there. That yeah. was it. They were giving, they gave context for everything. Like that was the biggest thing, was just explaining things a little bit further. And you got to think, it took Marvel had 20 movies to tell their story. Great, not taking anything away from that. Well, you can't because it's an achievement. They itself. basically had one movie to do everything. Well, you, without you, Batman versus you say Batman. that, but that's also like saying like I'm the one that messed up my bed, and it's like. You know, like they're the, <laughs> like yeah. they're the ones that made the first movies, and like they I could don't. have taken their time and done like better. So they should have done a solo Batfleck movie. Yeah, but I'm but saying I hear, I hear what you're saying. Like three and a half, three hours and forty five minutes, let's call it. And they did a pretty good job of putting everything in there. Well, and here's here's the pressure that was on this movie. Really, was that it wasn't just that the Justice League movie sucked. It's that everything's had problems. So it was like, hey, can Zack Snyder really come in and make something that's better than everything we've everything, seen? Everything he's done. Everything he's done. In the in the DC world. And everything we've seen. Like in terms of like because it's like DC people are like, Yeah, but we know about being let down. We're let we've yeah. been let down for years. Is this movie gonna make us happy? I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. I think it did its job, just like that article said. I think it did too. It's a good movie. I don't know if this means anything. Do you know the epilogue title? Uh-uh. A Father Twice Over. That was Cyborg's a line from his dad in the tape. Anything to do with Bruce and Lois? <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean? I don't know. 
I mean, that's Bruce the, and Lois. That's, that's the, the theory, rumor theory you talked about earlier. I but what do you mean a father Zach, twice over though? He's gonna be a father. Him and Lois. Well, Lois had a preg- There's a scene where she had a pregnancy test. I didn't catch that the first time, so I saw it in like what? a breakdown. So in this movie, in the, this, yeah, we are, and we are supposed to believe at the end of the movie that she's pregnant with Superman's kid. Oh, she had a pregnancy test in the in the Snyder cut. Yeah, I missed. I, I missed that. I, I missed it till I watched that YouTube video. I saw you guys. Uh, are you kidding me? So uh, she's like got a baby awesome. coming. Emergency awesome is the the, the channel. They have okay, a lot of, a lot of good breakdowns that help with this this stuff for sure. And that that was one of the things I did not. Obviously, we would have both been like, oh yeah, look at that. But I can't believe just, I missed it. Yeah, it was like towards the end. So I think everyone just kind of like like okay, there's not gonna be like anything like that going on but here's here's the part i wanted to hash out i was very curious i mean the introduction of martian manhunter was insane he was shape-shifted into martha kent visiting lois lane in 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 asking her questions about i don't really remember exactly about going back to work she's like oh you haven't been to work for this long they told me yes so it's like maybe just checking in on just trying yeah trying to and that's always been his role you guys said you were that weren't that familiar with the character yeah please Explain, because I don't... From what I know, just from the Justice League cartoons I watched growing up, and also from Smallville, they had this character on screen. It's John Jones, the Martian Manhunter. He's from Mars. He's like a soul survivor scenario. There's some people. He's actually been played on screen on the Supergirl, in the Arrowverse on Supergirl, and on Crisis on Infinite Earths, they, they, have, a, they have a Martian Manhunter. Yep. And in Smallville, too. It's always been like a supporting role for like a Kryptonian. So like he's in the show on Supergirl, he helps her out. Yeah. And in Smallville, he was like, "I'm here to help you, Kal-El. So like he's showing up to Batman's house now, and he's like, "I'm around." Some call me the Martian Manhunter. Thought that was kind of cheesy. Yeah. Because I was for me, I was like, I don't need that. Or if you do, just say like, my name is mm-hmm. the Martian Man. His name is John Jones. He has a name. Some, some gave, call me. Some gave me this crappy <laughs> nickname. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he looks dope. Looks amazing. But he is entangled with Lois Lane. Superman's dead. Just checking in. Does he know something? I don't know. He also showed up when Bruce was having that fever dream. Am I looking oh, too yeah. deep? I'm, I, I went down a rabbit hole as you were talking. Uh-oh. And a father twice over. Let's look at the cast that you Please, have up there. Lay it on us. Let's get into it. Flash has a little bit of a father problem, correct? Yes. Superman had a picture of his dad. With him in, when he was dead. Right? And both, we get lines from both his dads when he's in the ship picking the suit. Yeah. I was gonna say. Cyborg has a little bit of a dad issue, right? Big. Bruce, his father's death caused him to be Batman, and maybe he's a fa- going to be a father. And then Aquaman and his father. All of them have daddy issues somewhere. Damn. Yeah. Besides Wonder Woman. Aquaman Adam. literally says, I'm going to go see my father at the yeah. end. Like, it like leads into, of course, which is like, that was a Marvel, Marvel mood. Like, what's happening next with this character? He oh, see- Aquaman. He sees his father. Flash sees his father. Cyborg listens to his father. What is going on with the dad stuff? What's going on with daddy issues? Yeah. Is Warner Brothers just tripling down on daddy issues? And know. did Marvel ha- like follow? Is that the formula of Marvel? Like, Tony did? <laughs> I don't know. Cap, we don't really know anything about That's Cap's parents. That's a whole parents. other episode I think we'll have to do. Dad, superhero dads. <laughs> and why they <laughs> cause so much issues. Um, all right, Mike, I think you're on to something. But yeah, like I'm, here here's the thing though. Don't I'm so nervous. Cuz now it's like you've set a precedent. Yeah. A couple precedents once. Actually, you remade a movie. I don't know what the ramifications are of that long term like with other studios. Like 
you can be doing this left and right. Yeah. Like, but also it was a separate cut. Fine. But now that you've done this, I really appreciate it. I give it three point six for crying out loud. Yeah. Um, I really want some more. I mean, I'm like, I mean, uh, let's go. This was this had Watchmen vibes, like which yeah. is Snyder. I mean, it was it was good. Like I was like, show me the next scene. Let's go. So can we talk? What are we getting next? I mean, Aquaman two's greenlit, right? Aquaman two, Flash, Flashpoint movie. We with we know there's gonna be a Supergirl on that. That's we also have not, Su- Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, not a Batman, not Batflick, but Pattinson. Pattinson. Peacemaker on HBO, a Green Lantern television series on HBO, and they did. I like the tease. I know it was in the first Justice League, but with room for more room for more that was kind of corny too, and it but. will this tie yeah. to titans i don't think so <sighs> it's on hbo oh, i have True. i have a i have a kind of a theory on that let's hear it so if not now i think the flash movie obviously doing like this flashpoint storyline is yes. going to change and open up a lot of things kind of like the multi whole multi- multiverse and marvel is changing things right now mm-hmm. so i think that Kind of like in the Crisis on Infinite Earths storyline, where they kind of teased like all these shows being canon in like kind of the same world universe now. I think that basically Flashpoint is going to do that, maybe just kind of confirm that on a higher level. Yeah. To where it's going to set up, connect everything. everything, even back to like Christian Bale, Batman. Christopher Reeve, Superman, everything is going to be like, and they tried to do different. this on Crisis on Infinite Earths, but it's going to be different. Yeah, but I, I wonder what percentage of people have seen that versus like right this that watch this exactly. So now they do something similar on this bigger scale. They can do a kind of a reset like, of like this is where everything fits mm-hmm. now. Connect Flashpoint to the Snyder Cut, and it's going to be just madness Think and hey like the hype that that will create and that's exactly michael like, keaton that, is in it and the same and batfleck i think that opens up batfleck is confirmed in it a yeah lot i'm of on it. the imdb right now yeah. for it's just called the flash right now if they cool do title. that like think of the fans that would come from maybe like people like I, I don't know like our parents that saw the those that movie but not doesn't have any interest in seeing this you, they, you they pull in it. all the audiences back and you get them all on the same page yeah okay i like it I mean, I hope that's what I would love to happen. That could be their thing. I don't know. I'm just guessing. But I'm just saying, it'll be a real shame if we don't get to see this dark side again. 100%. Because that's a good villain. I was on board. He looked pretty dope. He had he had Thanos vibes for sure. I'd love to see those two fight. That'd be awesome. Like oh, we're, yeah. We're forgetting the big DC property that's getting ready to come out too, Black Adam. Black Adam with The Rock. Mm-hmm. I don't the, know where that the sequel to cycle, sequel to Shazam. I mean, it... it they got a lot of stuff out there. I just yeah, but I just hope they can do it, do it right. My hopes are back to being. They're a little higher than they were before I saw this. Oh, they're well, a lot, a lot higher. higher. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They actually about... seeing what we they could do. Because like my heart has been broken so many times, and that Justice yeah. Le- that Justice League movie was like the. Yep. I was like, okay, I'm I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've said since then, converted MCU fan. I'm still. I mean, MCU. I mean, look at this. They're just a train that won't stop. But this, the Snyder Cut, man, it got me excited again. Yeah. I was jazzed watching this thing. I was like, that's that's a Superman in a black suit. This is my favorite part about that sequence. It wasn't just like he came back to life and he had his black suit on. That's like how they would have done it the first time mm-hmm. around. It was, no, he has several suits. And he's gone through something, and he chose the suit. Mm-hmm. He chose it. So I was like, 
that's how you do that. And it looked amazing. I love the scene. Man of Steel vibes. I yeah. remember Andy, he flew up, and he's just sitting there in the sun. That was an awesome shot. Yeah. Awesome shot. Me and Andy just stopped. We just like looked at each other. I was like, <laughs> this movie's dope. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts, guys? We can wrap it up. I'll say I'm going to give it up for it. Yeah. Pleasantly surprised. Yes. Listener, let us know what you thought. Uh, I can't wait to read more about what people say about it. Uh, that was one of the biggest things I was, was kind of looking at before, just kind of curious what people out there are saying. Uh, in general, I think it's well been well-received. Well I don't know. If, does it have like a Rotten Tomatoes like so far? Yeah, it's like 70s. In the 70s? 75. IMDb is 8.4. I feel like that's really good, um, and I know that like there's been people saying like there's been a lot of talk about the violence in it. I know there was like heavier blood scenes, which I like was all about. Yeah, that was cool. I think that's what they need to do. You got to be harsh too. That's I part think, of DC. I right? think you go R. I think you go R on your movies. You've already cause... been trying to go dark. You've just been like dancing around it. Yeah, and and Deadpool should have shown you the way that you can still make a billion dollars being R. You think everybody feels like this? All the fans like us? I think yeah. most. You don't think most? You think that there's people that still are hating on it? You think, I, I mean, people were complaining that it was in 4.3 or whatever. Okay, like we sides. didn't really talk about that. It was in 4.3 the whole time. It only, I only noticed it a few times. Like, a few times I was like, okay, it's, a, oh yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a square. Yeah. Um, But it, uh, overall, though, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, no. I noticed for the first, like, 10 minutes. I'm still kind of confused as why. I think there was, like, a artistic, that's where he wanted you to look. It didn't, I don't know. That's why I kind they of said it was part of his vision. Yeah. Uh, that's what it opens with. But yeah. then everyone's like, your vision's on TVs now, not on theater screens. Yeah. True. I don't know. Uh, if you watch that on a square TV, it'd probably fit. Yeah. Put it in 4.3. It might be a different experience. You just get a square television. Just watch the black and white one. Oh, my God. So that's really happening. On a squ- yeah, it's real. What is it? He's, so it's he- called the Justice is Gray. And it's Snyder cut. Is it any different it's though? Or is it just black and white? Old, so it's black and white, and supposedly I, I I read this on Twitter. I can't remember the source, but they said that it's gonna just have different scenes with the Joker. Okay, so that's right. like a very small part. I mean, I, I'm not gonna watch this movie in black and white. I will no, find was... what scenes are different and go watch them. But like, yeah. I don't want to watch. Like, You'll just. I, I mean, I might put it on, and just yeah. it can just run or something in the background. But yeah, why? Why? That's a lot to watch this for a few extra light. minutes. Yeah, why? Maybe just a, maybe it's probably a test of like see how many people watch it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, well we'll keep you posted on the news. Yeah, listener viewer, let us know what you thought of this movie. Did you enjoy it? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Are you lukewarm on it? Write us at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash contact, or join us in the Mostly Superheroes Squad Facebook group for exclusive combos. We'll be having a post about this spoiler for uh, spoiler filled. Get some theories out there. I want to hear what people think about this thing. I want to hear. I want to hear some more discussions, and I want to hear from the WB. See what's next, and is there anything next, or is this it? Any final thoughts? Just don't screw it up. Just why? I don't know why they would want to capitalize on this. If it's not for the only reason would be it just if the people aren't willing to come back. I feel like a lot of these actors have had controversy surrounding their status. Like, you see an article here and there all the time, like, Henry Cavill out as Superman, but, like, then he's back in. Then he's back. And you just, I don't, I don't know. Money yeah. talks. Yeah. Money uh, talks. That's and, where I'm not. I'm and now they have worried. HBO. Yes, they do. And HBO doesn't me, put out bad stuff. Again, I just don't see a world where they just did this for fun. I concur. Here's a question. All right. I mean, you're on the interweb. Yeah. You're, you kind of dabble in it. You do some things on there. 
I just me personally, getting on Twitter and looking at this, I would say I if for superhero talk, over ninety five percent was talking about this. Less than five was talking about Falcon Winter Soldier. Well, that I thought about that. I thought about that coming into it also. Um, there's just like a lot more, like the it, like the Falcon Winter Soldier episode one is just a small percentage of kind of like the overall thing with Marvel. So I'm like pacing it. This was an event that like it's been t- years building up to this one thing. But take I'll yourself back eleven weeks yeah. when Wandavision came out. Yeah, dominated everything. It's true. I'll tell you this: if you're just asking me personally, I'll tell you this was giving me more feels than than anything so far from the MCU this year. Yeah, I mean, but WandaVision can't take away the special way that I do appreciate it. I know that it's a longer play too. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, I'm watching it for the big movies with Multiverse of Madness, and the, I know the payoffs for WandaVision are coming. Sure. So it's, it's just different because even though this is four hours, but I have not seen something take over like your yeah. landscape like this. Even my. F- Facebook that I checked. You're right. So I will often. say I had I had a lot of people reach out of the woodwork about Wandavision. I had some, but not as much as this. Still, you're right. I'll give you. I'm going to give yeah. you this. It's creating a buzz. Yeah, and I don't. I think they need, like Andy said, they got to capitalize. People are talking about it. Yeah, they got to move on it. Yeah. I'll say it again. I'll I'll give it up for the here, movie. Here you uh, go, Zack Snyder. Geez. Here's a let's do a five film contract, there hundred million dollars. Bring oh. it up. Bring it on. Yep. Please, please. I'll we'll, chip in for money. For that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. We'll definitely talk about it. We have to. All right, I guys. it's part of our contract that we didn't sign with you. Zack Snyder's <laughs> uh, Justice League, it came and it went just like that. It happened, and it was awesome. I'll... Now that we've talked about it, I'm going to go down rabbit holes like Andy and start looking at like spoilers and like theories. And Well, we only scratched the surface. It's a four-hour film. Yeah. I have to just like have it on like what you're watching a little bit next week <laughs> so we can just talk about it a little bit more. <laughs> we should have done like what you watching, part one of... Yeah. Just do six parts like they did. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that. I like the chapters. Just kind of setting it up. Yeah, yeah. It worked for me. It was a different way. It it was, it was different. It did feel like it felt good, like being at home and like being on a couch, being like, "This thing's four hours." And yeah. I said it about Endgame, like that's three hours, and you could be like, "Oh, that's a lot." Like, yeah, but if it's good, it's good. This was good. Yeah. You gotta think that's the Falcon and Winter Soldier six episodes is basically what we just we just watched a six episode. You're so right. Zack Snyder Justice League. You are so right. And we were talking about this, uh, me and Adam, about like, you know, what would it be like to binge WandaVision? We just got it. I know. And I, I, and liked I, it. And I did too. And I'm wondering, that's the fundamental question is what do people kind of prefer? Is it more of this weekly binge or is it more of just like sit down, give me like a movie event that I'll be there for hours at least? Well, now with at home, when did we get into movies have to be two hours or if they're over two hours, like, ugh. Better not. Yeah. Now it's like, throw it on. And what's <laughs> a, well, it's like, people are just realizing it's just about time watched. Total. It's just time yeah. watched. Yeah. It's like when you watch a TV show, you could just call Lost, uh, you know, six hours, but it's, I don't know, whatever. All right, let us know what you guys thought. We'll uh, we'll keep posting anything we hear about it. Definitely going to be curious about the HBO Max uh, streaming subscriptions. Um, we know Disney Plus recently crossed a hundred million with the MCU stuff that's going. So really curious about HBO Max being so new. It's a lot newer. Um, we'll keep posting what we hear right into the show. Let us know what you thought of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Let's talk about what's coming up. That was fun. That was like. That was just like nerding out. It was talking about. Yeah, we had zero organization to that whole Snyder cut. 
but it didn't matter. I knew. It was, like, it was the shortest part of my notes because I was like, was this just movie like, just has plenty to talk about. It was like the first <laughs> Justice League, but we just talked about it. Like That's how the vision was for that. It was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, I, I kudos, to, kudos to them. Uh, it really was. It could have just sucked again so easily. But. Oh, yeah. All right, coming up on the show, music show. Have you guys seen the 2001 film Out Cold? Yeah, Zach Galifianakis in hot tub. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let's give it up. <laughs> Giggler, you seen it? No. All right. Ooh, Out Cold's good. It's good. I would recommend you go watch it. It's an easy watch. You'll have a lot of fun. It's hilarious. Uh, Zach Galifianakis is like breakout film. Yeah. As a major league, Carrie, one of her favorites, has a dynamite soundtrack. I mean, the gist. They're on a ski lodge, like resort, and it's like partying, like the eighties, just partying, and like you know, it's the same. It's just like always sunny does with the mountain stories. Like some new owner is coming (laughs) to change everything. (laughs) Uh, Did the soundtrack? Go check it out. That's exclusively on Spotify. You can search Spotify out cold, or you can search the music show. That's our spinoff. New episodes every Tuesday, taking you with the music behind the movies. PC Mike Giggler, got to get you on. I recently updated my schedule. I record these on Fridays now. Okay. If you ever want to come in on a Friday morning and you're feeling groovy, you got some music or a soundtrack or something you want to explore, I would love to have you guys on the music show having a lot of fun over there. Love to. Let's do it. Uh, next up in the hashtag MCU rewatch, still watching, trying to fill up that MCU library, Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch. Talk all about it. Quickly give the story, recap connections, ratings, and... For the meet, we'll be talking about the Falcon Winter Soldier, episode two. Can't wait. We'll have news and rumors back for you next week. Starting a new thing uh, on Fridays with a newsletter. Calling it Logan's Letter. It goes to our newsletter folks and our folks on Patreon. So uh, that's actually replaced our Monday mini episode. We're going to do Monday live still every Monday at noon, except now we just show you last week's episode. So today at 12, you get on there. You can watch, see our mugs, watch the video, and uh, just give us a follow on Instagram. Something new every day. Check out the schedule at MostlySuperheroes.com. Buy your merch. Enter the Mostly Madness bracket. Gagler, final thoughts for the squad. That was a packed episode today, yeah, brother. I think we could have talked about Snyder Cut for maybe two more hours. Maybe we but will. For the full, whole four-hour movie. like I, I can't believe it. I'm still yeah. shocked how good it was. But besides that, um, now we just see what happens next, I guess. Yeah, I'm we'll see what for, they do. I mean, we, what's our next movie we have to look forward to? That's a good question. I know MCU we're we're fine, oh, yeah. but but yeah. DC, yeah, that's the thing. It's like I know we got Black Adam coming up, uh, and the Flash movie, but timing wise, I think we got a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Black Widow, Black Widow, that's coming yeah. up in May. Yeah. PC Mike, final thoughts for the squad. Get your votes in. Still plenty yes. of time for round one. Vote for Goodfellas. There you uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> you can still you can still push your titles to the top. Um, no, I mean, excited finally for the DC universe. I, get, I mean, next DC movie is a, a year from now? The Batman? The Batman. I mean, with old Battinson. Yeah. Can't wait a for Totally it. different vibe. Um, but what? I want to see where this thing goes. Power of the internet. I mean, speechless, honestly, about it. Like, I can't believe that we actually got to see it. Well, and I, here's I the thing. I don't think we're done talking. I don't think yeah. we're done talking about it. No, I think, like I said, I'm going to go home and I'm going to sit on my couch and I'm going to look at my Twitter and all that stuff and well, be like, what happened? Get what on we'll Reddit. Do- what we'll do is we'll just keep you guys apprised of what we hear during news and rumors. Yeah. We'll just bring it in. Sure. News and rumors uh, part more. 85. Well, I heard something new about the Snyder <laughs> Cut. <to> this. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Jam-packed. It's all happening at MostlySuperheroes.com. 
new episodes every Thursday. We appreciate you guys so much. Greatest fans on earth. And we'll see you next week. Take it easy.